0: What's going on, boys and girls? We have a terrific episode of Two White Lights for you. Today, we have our Sheffield preview. It's only January, yet this is possibly going to be the most anticipated meet of the year. Um, last year was a smashing success. It won the ever-so-prestigious Two White Lights meet of the year, and also story of the year as well, just all the great performances that happened from it. And we're literally gonna, you know, preface that. So, we definitely have some bad journalism. We're definitely gonna have sound bites. We're definitely gonna be using people's reels and maybe Sheffield's page on us getting predictions wrong and underestimating lifters. But that's why we do these things. Uh, We have Solana and, of course, Steve on to give our predictions, give our analysis, give our hot takes, uh, go into past meets, go into the past Sheffield and discuss what we think we're gonna see. It's a great episode. We are in the home stretch of a lot of these lifters' preps, uh, so you know we're gonna miss some things here and there, but we still have a preview and still, uh, still some predictions that I think have some validity. So it was a fun episode to record, just like all these preview shows are. This one might be the most fun because it's the most simple. Like we said, uh, it'd be great if this meet was inconvenient and really hard to follow, but it's not. Uh, and that's actually kind of going against the grain in powerlifting meets. So. Before we get into the episode, make sure you're subscribing to Two White Lights on Apple Podcasts. Leave a five-star rating and a review there. Spotify, leave a five-star rating. Also, twowhitelights.com, you can subscribe and get yourself some merchandise. Still got some merchandise left over from the Flash sale. Uh, Bigger sizes um, and really small sizes. So normal sizes are not available. But if you're a really big person or a really small person buy two white lights merchandise that was a great ad read for two white lights merchandise and because you guys want to listen without further ado here it is two white lights oh baby i like it
1: Give me the mic so I can take it away. Off on the natural cause, bone voyage. year from the home of the dodge of broke squad. Who take the bees zone the score? Rain on the color dance, this don't come. Well, you'd even touch my skill. You got the both the one killer bee, and he ain't gonna kill down Drop that down, pass all around. First get hard, quick sea back to the ground.
0: And as promised we are here the gang is back together we got a preview show boys and girls and we got a preview show and in my opinion the best preview shows to do because i mean we talked about how we would really like sheffield to be more inconvenient for us if you know it can be uh really confusing to follow and you know combined equipped and raw but sheffield it, it, it's a good preview show because you're only doing men and women and it's kind of straightforward and not that many competitors yeah. where we don't have yeah. to split the episode lif- up into five parts.
2: 12 lifters. We, we understand how they all got there. They didn't oh. have registration issues yeah. and miss out on signing up in time. It was nope. just a very simple process. It was just, I qualified for the meet and I do the meet. It's a pretty cool, pretty cool situation. Makes our lives a little bit easier, a little bit more fun.
0: So, well, even that to wild cards. I mean, we get to... They do give us that. We do get to debate endlessly about the wild cards. This year wasn't as bad. Though. No, this year I thought it was pretty simple. Yeah. I mean, I
2: thought the people yeah. that got wild card. I mean, one, there wasn't as many wild cards as yeah. last year. And then because more people qualified. Uh, as well as the qualification standards improved in the sense that you had to qualify through Worlds. And that was a really cool thing. I know we had some kickback on our end of like how that worked out last year. And how some people bombed at worlds and still got in versus Mm -hmm. this year i think it was very very cut and dry albeit unbiased and i think one world champion was left off the roster but that's not sheffield's fault that's the ips fault for counting a world record that shouldn't be a world record but otherwise yeah i mean it's a pretty clean situation everyone i mean it'll be a good one and uh me and solana will be there solana did you get your ticket finally yeah i did okay yeah we will be there um I cannot wait to get a picture with Gaston. I literally was listening to the Gaston theme song while working out today so that I could really kind of get in game mode. So when I'm in that VIP meet and greet, I, I, I'm just going to fangirl so hard. I want a picture with him so bad. Do you think he knows, us? I No. I don't think I, he they, does. I, they, they may, eh, I don't know. If there's someone he knows, I, I'm, it's not even trying to like toot my own horn. It may be me because of article 14 crap
0: yeah
2: yeah i'm just may just,
0: just assuming I, there, I don't know
2: i there, there was a situation where I, I was told i was talked about but i don't know how much he knows who i am so maybe he doesn't know any of us but yeah i i, I want to meet him yeah i'm just gonna is there a way to do i'm trying <sighs> yeah i'll do a, you guys can't see it i'm gonna just do a, i'm gonna put up a one four gang sign <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh
1: my god. Turn yeah, I picture. get like a big blow up of him and have him sign it.
2: That would be perfect. Yeah, big, actually big blow up. Yeah, we I'll should dress it up when I we should no, just I need, do I need that. no okay, a blow up would be cool, but I need a picture with the one four gang sign and then I'm gonna do the life size cutout like I did for Angelo and Wascar, so I can have it in the background in my room.
0: Well no, I actually want it in my room so I have just a village of uh just Steve taking pictures of people. Like cutouts just in, um, my, a, in my in my apartment. would
2: love that. Just surround your bed with car- cardboard cutouts of Steve. We had to we awesome had bed. to
0: put yours in the closet. It was freaking out way too many people who were staying here over the night. That was my trophy case. <laughs> well, you you were my medal stand. Was yeah. uh well so, yeah it was you and Waskar were kind of holding on to my medals and yeah she's like okay I'm putting this in the closet because this is like not good for guests like a lot of people are very uncomfortable because they don't know who this person is it makes no sense I'm like yeah, it doesn't but if we get a village of cutouts then it makes sense. It yeah, gets so know. weird that it's it's okay <laughs> but uh, that's a bet for uh, a bet for another time but I want to open up with a question here. start out debates early. What's more compelling this year? female or male? And that will decide where we start.
1: Female. I'm saying female because the the battle's on female side.
0: I'm saying yeah, female. I, 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 as well. there's, there's there's legitimately,
1: I mean, eight eight people,
2: eight women who I think could possibly win the women's side. They wouldn't shock me. I mean, this beat all together. I'm gonna uh, disclaimer right now. Well, put it out for all of us so that people aren't gonna hear this to like the end. I have little to no confidence in most of my picks today.
1: Same. These
2: it is so it, If anyone says they know what's gonna happen in this and like they're super confident they're wrong, I mean, we obviously can have ideas. Um, we're probably gonna thin lifters if we don't I I I have no idea. Like, I, I could there's so many ways I can go on the men and women's side, which kudos. That was the whole point of this. The whole point is for exactly that. Like it makes it incredibly compelling when we legitimately have no idea what is going to happen. And uh i mean one of the biggest twists last year was the fact that frankly a lot of people overextended themselves trying to go for lift records and not prioritizing total and that kind of took people out because if you miss one lift you you might be out of this in the sense of the total and like actual overall placement like one lift if you over so i'll be interested to see if, if more lifters don't overextend themselves on world records this year or maybe they're like yeah you know what because that was one thing i looked at we'll, we'll t- talk about the breakdown it barring you're going to get top three it kind of makes sense to go after world, world record oh, yeah it, it, it pays you out more money like it just does like it, it pays you out more money so i don't know it's it's an incredibly intriguing meet i'm gonna we're gonna get a ton wrong we're gonna be used in sound bites and made to look yeah. bad and it's just gonna happen i'm sorry uh there's no offense to any lifter we leave off any list but there is no way to do this without offending someone because there's so many people that are gonna be in the running there's mm-hmm. So many possibilities, so.
0: Yeah. I mean, we were, couldn't be more off last year, right? If we're yeah. establishing precedent, <laughs> couldn't be more off.
1: Everyone was off, but yes. Well, I
0: would say on the men's side, we were quite off, too. Didn't we call it the Taylor Atwood competition? We, we did, but we, yeah, but we kinda, that like, was, we
2: all, we all said, hey, Zeus had a chance.
0: Yeah, but we called we it, we called it the we Taylor were Atwood tri- we no. did, we did,
2: but we were also tricked by Taylor's always hiding his lifts, and we can't tell if he's actually able to lift or not because he just is always going to
0: post his his sub max sets. As he, I like up. how he specifies that they're sub max too. As if I didn't know his four hundred eighty five pound squat was sub maximal. It was in, it was in parentheses sub maximal squat. I'm like, oh, that's good. I I thought that was your one rep max this whole time, but alas, I am incorrect. But um, no. all right. For female side, what do you how do you want to do this? You want to go well, lightest crash at the rules, top? Real, real,
2: let me break yeah. down rules real quick. Oh, sorry. Okay. So, so yeah. Redo rules. I mean, a lot of people probably already know, but understanding the scoring of this, the, the coefficient score that is used, is uh percent of world record total, which is ever changing. That we, we talked last year, I mean one of the reasons Evie went down is because the 52 kilo record was was comparatively a lot lower and that gave her a much better chance. So there's percentage of world record total. So if the world record total 700 kilos and you total 700 kilos, your score is 1, I believe it is. I think they are 100%. Um, I don't know what it shows up on Lifting Cats if it shows it's just 1 or the actual percentage. Um, if you're above it, obviously it's going to be above 100%. So highest percentage to world record total wins the meet. Um, and so that's the goal there. Um, within that, we obviously have payouts. And the payouts are for 1st through 10th. And to kind of give a breakdown, uh, converting pounds to dollars, first place is thirty-one thousand seven hundred fifty dollars Second place $15,875, 3rd is about $9,500, 4th around $7,500, 5th $5,000, 6th 2500 going down. I, I started skimming on some of those not being perfect, but you get an idea. And I already kind of alluded to this. If you set a world record lift or total, so squat, bench, deadlift, or total, any of them, that is 5,000 pounds or $6,350. So you could in sense, like, if you were to break all four records and uh, hit and place first, let me do the math real quick, that would be $50,800. So that's where I kind of alluded to, already I said, is once you get to fifth place and down, a world record is worth more. Fifth place pays out $5,080. Well, world record pays out $6,350. So if you don't think you're going to be top four, it's almost more worthwhile to try and shoot for a world record. If you care about the money, uh more so than like the literal placing because you'll make more more money like the world record is just worth a lot which is the point of it i mean they want people to be going for world records i mean that's the great marketing tactic of this meet is anyone when you say world record understands what you mean when you say dots or you say wilks or when you say that kind of stuff people don't understand how to kind of compare when you say world record everyone understands what that means they just lifted the most anyone's ever done in that specific division class whatever it may be so um so yeah 12 men 12 women uh, Sheffield stage and that's that's the go around so but yeah we'll get in the women
0: wanna go bottom up go 47 up
1: no I'll start with the best battle I think we'll see
0: alright let's do it yeah I was I was yeah we'll start we should start
2: with like who we think is like legitimately the main contenders and we'll work our way down and then eventually be wrong and whoever's 12th place is gonna end up winning this year again and make us look dumb
1: yes <laughs> I want to start with the battle of six nines. We have Agata yeah. Sitko. We have Leah Bavah and Carola. And of the training I'm seeing, I'm so impressed by Agata's numbers. Mm-hmm. I did not think I would see her hang on to this strength while weighing 70.3 kilos, which was what she just posted she weighs. But I do have to also remember. She's the most inconsistent on meat meet day out of this bunch of three. So I think she's literally the strongest right now, but I don't know if I can say she'll beat Leah and Karola. But if she can do what she's putting out in the gym, on the platform, I literally can see her taking the whole thing, but she would have to execute perfectly. Yep.
2: And this, this meet, maybe I'll get myself in trouble. While I'm doing a Taylor Atwood thing again. This meet is somewhat set up for the 69 kilo class uh Mm -hmm. comparatively the 69 kilo class has probably the lowest world record total which is why if people don't know leah and corolla are moving up a weight class they are usually 63 and they're going to 69 well leah kind of did 69 at, at worlds uh but they're specifically moving up and then agatha's coming down and it's all because like percent to world record total it's actually a lower world record total than 63 kilos is, so nice. it's it's just the class to be in. Like when you're looking at how to kind of game the Sheffield strategy, 69 kilos is the place to be. And I agree. I, when I saw Agata moving down, I was like, I mean, it could be a good strategy. It's better than staying at I think at 75 or 76. I don't I don't think 76 was a good class to be in for her uh, to try and win. Uh, I was like, eh, she probably did pretty good, but like she's gonna lose strength to that cut. She just hasn't. He hasn't lost really any strength, like, from what I've seen. I mean, she's benching 145-plus on the regular, which is a bit of – that's one of her more inconsistent lists because of bench depth. She had some issues with that at Sheffield last year. Um, I just her saw her get an too. easy
0: 180 kilo. What no, you press, uh, press command seems to be a problem. I, hasn't it happened twice to, to a couple quick quick jumps?
1: Well, press command was Worlds, and then it was just bench depth at okay. uh, Sheffield.
0: All right, let's see. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm trying to remember which one's <laughs> which.
2: So she just had an easy 180 squat. I saw her do a 225 double on deadlift, a 235 single. All of her numbers are pretty well in line with what she's done. Like her last meet she did, she totaled 587.5. And frankly, she looks like she's in that realm. But like Solana said, the the, the one big wild card here is she tends to miss some lifts. Carola and Leah do not. Uh, outside of Leah struggling a little bit with deadlift lately with the back issues, which I think she's a bit healthier now. She's missed a couple third deadlifts, but usually her and Corolla don't miss lifts, and so that's where it's interesting. I I think, I don't know, that's where it'll come down to, is I I think Agatha is the favorite in this bunch if they all hit lifts, but she is also the main one that could open the door with Leah and Corolla, and then I think something noteworthy too, when it comes down to it, is Corolla... Corolla has uh, a, a lower deadlift. She deadlifts around like 210 uh, versus Agatha and Leah deadlift like 235 to 240, so that they're going to get the final pulls there. So uh, that's kind of a little bit noteworthy, too, that Agatha has a good chance of possibly having the final pull, her or Leah, kind of how it goes. And I think, put the world record somewhere. I thought I did. What's the world record deadlift? 240 is the world record deadlift. So I think Leah or Agatha could possibly be at play for that one.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I think
2: Corolla and Agatha for sure will be taking turns at the world record
1: bench. That's what's so exciting. We have Corolla and Agatha for the bench press. We have Leah and Corolla for squat world record. And then we have the world record for deadlift for Agatha and Leah. And I'm just like, that's so exciting. Um, especially looking at the squat. Like, so I got to watch Leah. Um, training in person a couple times in December, and like she made two eleven squat move like RP eight, and I was like, I don't understand. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't understand. Like I, I genuinely think if she comes out there and she executes, she can hit like a two twenty squat, which we've never seen, which is insane. But I think she can act. I think that's what she wants to go for. She did not tell me that, but I think that's what she wants to go for. Based off how that moved, and she's like, yeah, I'm gonna hit more than that me. day. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and i I expect her the, the record's two eleven point five. I'd expect yep. her to go two twelve on her second. I think she'll probably yep. go two twelve, break it on her second, and then Corolla probably is going to be a little bit less. She'll chip it again on her third, and then Leah will re-chip it. So, uh, and that's one thing too. Like that's uh, actually something uh, I'm doing a podcast for Power Team now with Matt Gary soon, and we'll talk about it. Uh, we talk about chips here. The interesting thing here, chips are almost kind of useless. In the sense of strategy, like they're beneficial in setting world records. They're they're beneficial in getting the ability to choose a load that you want exactly if you can. Like if you feel like you don't have, but it's not like normal weight class battles where a chip is incredibly advantageous because it forces the competition to go two and a half kilos more. It doesn't really the chips strategy wise don't come into play as much here. They're more about who wins the money.
0: The uh, I mean, because we have an interesting um scenario here where i mean leah i'm gonna i'm gonna qualify her as a 69 kilo lift at this point um i don't think i mean this is could this could also be used as a soundbite i don't think it's worth it going to 63 i think we've seen what has happened her going to 63 and i think 69 kilos should be the weight class especially because she set that 63 kilo record and uh you know, just move up a weight class and try to take that record as well. Um, so that's my thing there. But Corolla, has she ever competed at 69?
2: Not that I, I know of. So. Like,
0: that she that she is she is
2: very much going up because yeah. so, it's a cool battle. Think, but also yeah. because literally the 69 kilo record is less. Like, yeah. it's literally less. So, like, it would be kind of dumb to not go up to – like, weigh 63.1. It doesn't matter. But it, you literally ha- you would have to go up to 69 because – it's an easier class to win, like because the, the world record is lower.
0: Yeah, but it's so. it's kind of that uncertainty for me. It's like I don't. It won't hurt her, obviously, but how much does it help? How much would it help the total to potentially be going into it without needing to worry to get uh, to get to sixty three? I'm not sure. Um, I'm not too familiar with you know what her cut is like if she does cut. Like, but I th- that's that interesting scenario. But with Agatha as well going down to sixty nine and. Looks like she's holding on to that strength, but what meet they rolls so, around, might be real quick.
1: We have a lot no. of six nines with Corolla, like a lot for years. Oh yeah, I was, I was yeah. I was going to talk about yeah. She
0: what did what did she weigh at she those
2: meets? Does cut up, she her last meet she did uh, at the line. like Italian nationals. She weighed sixty six point one, and that was the meet she did where everything kind of just looked like second attempts. Okay, well and there she did you go, five fifty four.
0: Okay, so So, I think that works in her advantage then, just not needing to do anything.
2: Yep. No, I mean, I fully expect... She did 557.5 at Worlds, which didn't look that hard. Uh, She did 554 at Italian Nationals, and that looked really, really easy to where I I thought she had another 5-7 on squat, I think I said. Bench was about a third attempt. And then deadlift, she didn't even take a third deadlift. She probably had another 7.5 to 10 kilos there. So she probably had 5.70-ish at that meet. Yeah. So, I mean, that was that was then. And I, I've got, I mean, at least my predictions, I've got her around 5.74. I mean, I've got all three of them around 5.70 to 5.80. That's where I, I think they can all be. Yeah. Um, I've heard, I mean, obviously... Solana saw Leah directly train. I've heard that the grapevine training is going really, really, really well right now. Uh, The tough part is Corolla never posts. Leah only posts like rep sets. She doesn't tend to post like top end stuff that would give you any insight there. So it's a bit hard to read on exact true top end. But I think we can all kind of gather a little bit of an idea based on the world records. And I think we've already kind of mentioned that, where we know Corolla and Leah are on that squat record and where that is, Agatha and Corolla with the uh, the bench, and then deadlifter Agatha and uh, Leah kind of right being on that borderline. So.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, then I'll, with Agatha coming down in weight, it's she's holding on to that strength, but when Meat Day rolls around, are you going to hold on to that strength? Like that's the big question one, mark for me. It's, it's only
2: one kilo, though. I gotta imagine that's not going to be too tough. It's
1: not crazy. I just, I just wondering about consistency. Like, I think the strength will be there, but just will she hit the lift? Like, will she barely get her bench like last year? Yeah, she always bummed out. Well, and I, I'll say it,
2: one of them is probably going to miss a deadlift because they're going to be. This is where it's going to get crazy. And we're going to talk about some of the other people too. We might have five, six, seven, eight people. Pulling for legitimate top four to five placing, and someone who looks like they could win might miss their third deadlift, trying to pull to win, and then someone who looked like they're getting six now pulls in the fourth. It's going to be crazy on those last deadlifts. Like, frankly, you just got to hit lifts. Like, if, if you if, more than any other meet, I think you just have to hit lifts at this meet because if you miss a lift, you're barring you're just that strong, you're just kind of out of it all of a sudden. Like, you, you you're. You can't really make your way up there.
1: Mm-hmm. I thought like the game day coaching for me would be so stressful, given the right calculation.
2: Yeah. Uh, so you- yes and no. Uh, cool. Again, me and Matt are going to talk about it. He's never coached there. I never coached there and won't be coaching there anytime soon. Unfortunately, it it is stressful. But I, I if if I was game day handling, it was allowed to, I probably wouldn't think about anything, at all. Until that third deadlift. Versus like when when Natalie and Jod are going like head-to-head at Worlds, like even on bench press, we see Jod misses. Okay, we're going to go more conservative on bench since Jod missed. Like we're playing Jod. All we got to worry about is Jod. And you can kind of play that a bit and start manipulating attempts, even on squat and on bench based on what the other competitor does. In this meet, you cannot do that because eight people plus are vying for the same position you are. You cannot. You cannot say, "Oh, I saw this lifter miss their third attempt, so I'm going to go a little more conservative." Well, there's six other people who can possibly now yeah. jump you because of that. You, you just. It, it's almost simple yet extremely complex because you just got to just hit lifts, not worry about what anyone else is doing, and then see where you are come third attempts.
0: Well, would wouldn't the world records though kind of be part of that decision making process of Wells? Like, you know, we're. Two and a half five kilos away, but maybe saving energy for squat or for deadlift, and you don't want to miss a squat, wouldn't if that be a real. I mean, you're, you and you're talking about five thousand pounds, correct, or five thousand dollars, whatever prior- the version is. Yeah, well,
2: like I said, is your priority top four? If you don't think you're top four, then yes, you might be caring about records more. But if your
0: is top four,
2: you got to call what you think you can hit, not how just about? call something because it's the world record.
0: But how about both? You get the world record and top four. It'd be great. Well, yeah, it would be great. That would I mean, be, be awesome. That would be cool. In my,
2: opinion,
0: in my opinion,
2: you can't force that if you're thinking top three to four. You gotta, you can't just try and overreach to get that record and get that money because of the risk there of what it does for the overall placing. You've got to, ju- you if the record's there, like like let's use Agata. Agatha's gonna probably as long as bench stuff is fine, she's gonna easily hit the bench record. Maybe even on like her opening attempt. That of course go for the record. But then there's the difference of like, oh, I, I think I can squat 200 and the record's 205. Oh, I'll try 205.5. I don't know. Like that's where if you are actually in that top four placing, it's it may not be worth to try and like reach for that because that could be the end of your day. Like you go from thinking top four to now you're you're fringe top 10.
0: Yeah. I also want to clarify one thing and it could be just speaking out of turn here. Do you guys think he only cuts one kilo?
1: Oh
0: uh, yeah, she posted she weighed 70.3 kilos
1: like
0: a couple days ago when she hit her heavy SB day. Wait, she weighed 73 kilos? 70.3. Seven. Oh, 70. 70. Po- yeah. Oh, so did so she said she did? <coughs> yes. Okay. Angela. I was all right, I'm not I'm not <laughs> doubting anything. I'm just saying I was she, looking at competition history and I was like her last meet was at she 75 had, kilos.
2: She has been updating, and it looks reasonably gradual coming down. Yeah. Like, she's been posting yeah, her she's, weight consistently.
0: Yeah, I'm not, so yeah, she looks, small. I'm just saying, I was like, okay, hold on. I thought, wait, well, you said that, I'm like, wait, did her last meet, she weighed at 70 kilos? Um, and I didn't know it. I'm, I'm looking, I'm like, okay, the girl power meet, she weighed in at 74.8. So, that's kind of what I was, you know, basing my decision off of. Um, but she is kind of a machine, right? And also, it's always fun to realize that she's 20. Isn't that a fun thing? Yeah. To go like, and then just, that's never, <laughs> of like, of all the things, everyone loves to bring up age when they talk about someone's progress. I guess it's like, sometimes you just forget that she's 20
1: me completely forgetting about that
0: yeah yeah that's,
2: that's i
1: forget that also that's I just pretty like anyone cool. from, I, I, just, you from
2: poland, I, I just anytime you say someone's from poland i don't know why this is this probably sounds bad i just think they're in their 30s like i just picture everyone from <laughs> poland like it, it's just kind of like it's those eastern european countries you think they're like russia and whatnot you just always assume they're like i, I don't know it's just the, the history of powerlifting. lifting <laughs> there tend to always be the older power lifters from those eastern european countries that have lifted for <laughs> a long time agata is kind of uh an anomaly in being like a stud junior lifter and that Hasn't tended to happen from those Eastern European
0: countries. We're from Chicago. We're allowed to say that. Some of our best friends are Polish. <laughs> so we're, we're good, but yeah, I it's it's uh, always fun to realize that. But I mean, also just historical precedent here, our precedent here with uh, you know yeah, uh, Karola pulling off that massive upset. You know, back when she won her world championship in sixty at sixty three kilos, and. You know, you, you kind of get a, a bit of a long-awaited rematch. This is this is something that's been tossed around for a long time. Leah versus Corolla again,
2: and we actually get it in pro- their prime.
0: Yeah, it's not no, like, it, it's, it's it's a perfect like it's thing afraid. too.
2: Yeah, it's not like Ravers Jesus or Perk versus Atwood where the time is kind of past. We're getting them at their best and they're
0: actually going to finally have a matchup. And a weight class up. Like we don't have to do the whole Leah with her big Everybody death cuts. cuts. Like it just it's it's natural to them. They're going to just be lifting at their full capabilities. That that is the best matchup of the day uh because it has everything that you want into it. It's got a little bit of that history. It's got that long awaited rematch. Um, it, like that, that in 2019, I remember, yeah, that's when I started first watching powerlifting. Um, and it was the IPF World Championships, and it was that. I'm like, oh, an Italian won. That's awesome. And then I noticed like who she beat. Um, I wasn't too familiar with Leah at the time, but I, you uh, know, just hearing that an upset happened in a weight class in powerlifting, it's not that common. And, we get a we got another chance to see it. Hopefully for a long time too. Not just here. I think, I back know. at worlds. I think uh I think we got some some compelling stuff there. Yep. I'm ready for
1: fifty sevens. Alright, we Speaking can do fifty sevens.
2: And that guy, that goes so I, now Angela, I'm gonna agree with you because you said the most the, the the best matchup is Corolla versus Leah I'm going to agree because we don't have the recency of getting to see it and even wanting to see it but if if take that away the 57s and then the 84 plus I think that's the hot debate between all three of those because all yeah. of the Ajad versus Natalie Sunita versus uh Brittany I think those are super cool I, I mean but we have recency there, so it's 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 this kind of like the new thing. Like we've been wanting Corolla versus Leah, so I get it. That's kind of like the hot matchup because we finally get what we've been wanting to see for a while. But yeah, Natalie versus Jod two oh. I know nothing. I, it's
1: not like, I mean, we know like something. My... He
0: posted. He's been posting on Instagram. No, he's
1: been he, posting. So we know something, which makes me happy.
0: Yeah. No, she only
2: did a post in the IPF worlds because she was told by the team to not do it. Oh yeah, uh,
0: we and she. Oh uh, yeah, if that wasn't so public. Did we, did we make that public? Because I knew that obviously.
2: I'm not sure if I did or not,
0: but yes yeah. the the
2: Powerlifting America team was told not to post. Uh, Natalie abided by that. Wasgar said, "I want my clout." So
0: uh, <laughs> he's like, "I'm yeah, 59 so Natalie, kilos. Natalie, I need. I need Natalie
2: everything is, I can get." N- Natalie is posting so. For the most part, you could see all of her lifts. The only one that right now you can go see and know for sure is that 501 deadlift. I'm hey. sure Solana saw the other lifts, and so she can out them if she wants to. Uh, They're posted elsewhere, whether it's stories or another page. But yeah, Natalie's kind of out there. mean, Jade, I don't know if Jade's been hiding her lifts, but she's she hasn't been post, she posts mainly on her stories right now. I don't think she's really hit her big lifts yet, but she obviously had that meet that she just did, that she did 511. So
1: Yes, she did. Uh, when it comes to Natalie, I feel like my number one question is, like, will Steve let her go for the squat record? Because she's, like, close to it, but also, like, I feel like you might be like, let's pull back. You have your deadlift. You're going to out-bench job by a lot. And I know she wants to play as high as possible. Like, I can just kind of guess that. I doubt she's like, I'm here for the single lift. So I feel like you might not let her go for it. But, like, she hits a 172.5 by 3, and it looks so good. And like the record is 1 is it 186 uh, or 185 185.5 5. 5. 5. i'm like i mean i know she's i know she's got a squat in the so 180
2: well let me look let me look at your notes <laughs> did you not see the squat oh you did was it. there a okay.
1: bigger squat i saw one so there was 2. a 5. There 5.
2: what there was a squat posted on instagram on a different page
0: on a different page. no i definitely didn't what's, see what is what's that
1: i know and like what's the page I, called are we, are we are we beyond anything.
0: close friends? Is this is is is, is this this is this, this is, is public step? right now? You can go see it. No, why?
1: Like Fine.
2: I'm not outing it because I I will tell you all afterwards if you want, but I'm not outing it on the podcast. Is it
0: a page we would know? Let's play twenty questions.
2: No, it would you would not guess you would not know. Okay. So it is on a page. All right. But uh, you yes, there are there are multiple records. Possible for Natalie. I don't think that's hiding anything. It is not.
1: Yes, there's squat, there's deadlift, there's total. So um, I'm excited to see it. That 501 was super exciting. I know she wanted that for a long time. If I had to guess, I I think Natalie's going to out deadlift, live Jod. I think Jod's gonna go for whatever she needs, because she always does. But I think Natalie's gonna hit it and Jod will overreach. It, it's lot hard number. for me to make that. Here's the
2: thing. Uh, lot number will be important here.
1: It will.
2: Yeah. Because uh let's say you want 231.5 and you both want it. Whoever has lot number advantage gets the first attempt, and if they hit it, it forces the next person up. And so I'll, I'll out this. Some decisions are going to be based on lot number because there's sometimes you don't like that's a, just a general game based strategy. If, if two people are going to go for a record, and that's on your your brink. You don't want the other person to hit it based on lot number. They get it first, and then they force you to have to go up a half kilo, and now it's forcing you up in weight. So that's the thing too. Um, lot number. We'll see if that's something their side takes into account. But that 100 percent would be something I take into account. Is you got to look at lot number and understand of how that's going to stack up. Because I would be supremely confident that Jad is going to try to go for the squat record and the deadlift record, and she very both of them could very well be in the tank but I think she will go for them uh, to an
1: extent no matter what. I mean, she definitely will because she hit it. She hit 186 in her last meet. So she's definitely going to try to match that at minimum. Um, she she hit it
2: at her last meet, but she also was looking like she was going to hit that at Worlds and she had to pull back. But obviously Worlds is different. than like last year, she tried to go for the world record and she missed it um, on squat. So.
1: Yeah. When it comes to Jodd, I'm wondering, because just like you also kind of noted here, like, we saw a 220 by 5 deadlift, and that's, like, crazy, but it's also, like, you're very right. Like, her first rep tells it all, because she's great with reps, but it doesn't matter. It's all about the first rep. Like, she pretty much matches or gets close to, like, whatever that first rep is of a high rep set on the platform every time.
2: Yep, and there's lifters like that. It's not a negative thing, but, like, I, I, I have lifters I coach who are kind of like that. Like, you cannot judge their rep set because... They are able to maintain velocity. They, they'll hit not. They'll hit three reps in a row that are nine RPE. Like it, it doesn't really make sense. And with deadlift, it's more common because you don't get that that same like like elastic buildup of tension from that initial rep because it's from that dead stop, and you get that on preceding reps a little bit. Um, so yeah, you can't like jod little scouting strategy you cannot judge a rep set like you cannot say she does she deadlifts 220 by five and say oh she can deadlift 240 now no you only look at that first rep you can only look at that first rep and judge and that's just in general that's for any lifter like i I said that on my i did a game day scouting video for powerfully now i said if someone does a triple like it's cool like you can use that triple as a gauge but look at the first rep and say what do you think based on that first rep they can hit for their actual top end? Don't judge the third rep because that's not that's not how you actually judge someone's actual top end potential because people are very, very different in their ability to handle rep work.
0: Yeah. I think it's true for more lifters than you think. Um for everyone listening to two white lights right now. Um I think some people in the know know that, but like people look like, oh, well they got it for three. That means they're good for, you know, twenty five kilos more than that. Yeah, that, that I got.
2: I, I use it as an example in a lot of my stuff. I got a lifter, Lorenzo. He just deadlifted 700 for five. Which, based off of that, like he should be able to deadlift 800 plus. Well, his best deadlift 750. It, it doesn't translate. Yeah. Like he's just he's really good at reps. I was like, that. Um, I'm, I'm like that. I like that now. I but pro-
0: worse, I think worse. When I first started, I'm like that. Currently, I think you know can't really judge the rep set. But prior to me getting coaching from Joe, I definitely shouldn't judge it. I could make, you know. Um, well, also, you do reset
2: way. reps on deadlift now, so that's going to change things. Yeah, that's the um,
0: big reason why we did that. Like,
2: for squat, I don't think for squat, like, I mean, we're going off on a tangent here. But like, for Angelo, yeah. I would not judge, like, your, you, because your tempo, your rep work doesn't tend to be disproportionately better than your singles. Like, it's actually a decent gauge because of how you tempo, which is, like, I would guess if you tried to do a set of seven, it's not going to be disproportionate to what you can do for your actual 1RM. So, well, yeah, every also- different. Uh, well, I understand saw to... Sean DeRuega is going to rip out 200 for five. That doesn't mean he can bench 260. It's yeah. just all – like, it's just
0: – yeah. Well, getting back to it, that's why it's hard to scout Jod. That's where – Solana, you said yes. it earlier, where you can see Jod kind of overreaching and Natalie out pulling her. I mean, that's a take, right? Yeah, That's why we're here to make those takes, but I have such a hard time, like, coming to that. I – I'm gonna make it very clear my bias right now. Bad journalism. I want it to happen. Natalie is my favorite lifter on this roster, male and female. But I, I just don't know. It, it's so hard for me because God is. I, I think somewhat a hard person to judge. Um, I even think her competition history is kind of hard to judge too. I, I think Natalie, since that nationals bomb out on deadlifts, has become a juggernaut of a lifter and seems to have that killer instinct and now she's that person um people like her like just i love when they stroll into powerlifting or get into the powerlifting culture where she is now i think i bought this up prior with other lifters but she's uh the pull out your phone lifter where you're in the gym she's thousands of miles away and there's three people in the gym who pull out their phones at the same time, they get on Instagram at the same time, and then they show each other their phone like, yo, check this out. Look what she just did. I'm seeing that for Natalie way more often nowadays. And she's kind of getting to Daniela Mello, Amanda Lawrence, Heather Connor, you know, that, that time where they were always just like, yo, do you see this? Can you believe it? So Natalie's kind there, of there's, becoming. A, there's a little
2: secret battle within this meet. I can tell you on one end it's not really as much of a battle. I think on the other end it's a little bit more of a battle. Who who has the highest coefficient
0: score for a US lifter? Natalie or Amanda? Hmm. hmm. Kind kinda of the changing of the guard if that who, happens. Who who is the best US
2: female lifter? That that is a thing. Um so that that's a little that's a little side
0: battle within all of this. I mean Yeah, I mean it would be because Sheffield's based on records, as well. Um, But yeah, I yeah she is she is there. I just uh, I know Jod was kind of Jod was kind of the the same trajectory and that momentum as Natalie was like a year and a half ago until she lost to Natalie, right? Like that was after that world's performance, she was on the breakout on the come up. Then we saw some really great meets from her, and it was she was kind of the take out your phone moment type of lifter. Posted on a bunch of stories, you would see her constantly, and you know it's yeah, it's, both it's a great, young, great match, great matchup.
2: This is going to be a long, long time rivalry, and to kind of, I mean, obviously anyone else could say stuff. The, the one thing here though, in the t- totality of the meet, the unfortunate thing, they had to battle at worlds. They had to force that total up. Uh, It would have been awesome if we could have just gone 503 and just barely chipped the total. But that wasn't at play because they were both having to go head to head and try and win. So it's a semi-unfortunate thing that the world record total is arguably one of the most competitive of any of them uh, in the entire, I think, I think probably I would say 57 and 84 are the two most competitive totals right now for world records in this 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 meet like if you're looking at like good lift score and dots they're the best totals like if you were just to take the world record totals so that's the one tough bar here so uh i mean both of these lifters have to be perfect if they want to be in the running for those top three placings so um i i could see either one of these lifters having the best good lift score of all time of all time no one's ever beat it dots gl score the greatest ever And they still may not win this meet because of world record totals. It's possible, but it's it's just it's it's a tough one because of that total being pretty
0: high. Yeah, yeah. Well, we were surprised last year, so maybe this year it could happen again. Uh... Solana, you got some total predictions?
1: I do. (laughs) Okay, so I have not. I'm gonna put. I gave Natalie, like, 530. That's, like, absolutely her, I think that's, like, her own best day. That's her hitting the world record squat at 186, hitting a 112.5 bench. I saw 110 move great. And then beating the world record deadlift hitting 231.5. I put Jod at 518 because of the bench press. Like, I have Jod hitting the world record squat at 1865 she even hits the deadlift record too at 231.5. Her best bench is 100, and I don't see see anything that says she'll beat that. So, on their best days, I think Natalie has it. 5'30 is a lot. <laughs> I, I the said 5'12.5. Is, like, is the, the, that isn't the greatest.
2: The greatest female performance of all time could come from this weight class and not yes. win this meet. Mm-hmm. If, yes. if everyone hits lifts... It would be – it's just, frankly, it's going to be hard for – like, it, it would requ- – it's very possible, and I think Natalie's going to win, but it's going to – it will probably require some 69-kilo lifters to miss some lifts because of how their total is.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, I you, well, you got – we started with the 69-kilo lifters, and that battle is, you know, obviously marketed earlier in the show. We talked about this one, but, I mean – Permission to go to 84 plus right now?
1: Yes, Do it. I'm ready. I,
0: I, I gotta start with Sonita. Is she gonna squat 700 pounds? I 700 or 300
2: kilos? Are you saying 700 say eventually?
0: No, I don't know. She's not I, squat I, don't, okay. I am looking at her. Wait, well not at this meet. But I'm just saying
1: okay. her
0: squats are ridiculous. You hit
1: 301. In the gym, that is fifteen point five kilos above her own world record.
0: Pull out your phone, lifter. Yeah, I, do. That's, I, that I was, do that did. That's that was that was it. I that that was when it happened. Everyone, you're in a group chat. Sent six times. Yep, that was the greatest female lift I've ever seen. At look at look at this weight class that could potentially be eighty four plus with Sonita, Brittany, and Alexis which is and my harmonica. favorite and and uh and harmonica. When you add all of them I, on the men's side and this is one of those classes that you don't have that deep of a class because of the weight, right? With the heavyweight lifters on the men's side and a female side, there's always just a small talent pool. Well, this is this is big. This is a huge talent pool with some freaky lifting going on all of them are just hitting crazy crazy numbers and it could shape the, i mean you know steve said it was the greatest lift he's seen by a female we can just continuously see the greatest lift by females just keeps going because <laughs> that's what happens in the competitions you got to top each other right and you get in the heaviest weight class, that yeah. doesn't really happen. And that we, like that is a – I think a, like we haven't seen that in such a long time, at least since I've been watching, since, you know, the long, long years of 2019. I I haven't seen anything even relatively close to this in a heavyweight weight class.
2: Yeah, we're, I mean, this is for women's power thing as a whole. It I don't think we've had a good comparison of what is impressive. And we're just starting to get there because in the grand scheme of things – the the popularity of women's powerlifting is new It, it was it was it was a male dominated sport until about 10 years ago and then we saw a rise in popularity for women and so with the men we had a bit more of a standard already built from 30 40 years of powerlifting and on the women's side we're i mean that's why we're seeing things just so like if we're talking percentage of world record the the women are destroying it in comparison to the men year after year because of the progress that's making. So it's almost hard to compare like what it like, we're starting to finally get to the point. I think that we're starting to like, okay, like this is a baseline of like insanely impressive. Not that it wasn't before, but it was was just hard to be able to have an idea of like, how good is this in the grand scheme of things. And I think we're starting to get there. If that makes sense. Like we're starting to get to a point where in a good way, we're going to start seeing a a little bit of a cap of progress. We're not going to see this, this infinite, uh progression year after year we're going to start to see a little bit more of like okay like this is like we had so many people chase jesse norris for so many years we're going to finally get some women that set a standard that's going to take 10 years to beat it sometimes so but yeah sunita versus britney it's an interesting one too it, it's hard to call this one sunita posts her squats and that's it is it that's it Brittany kind of post lifts but she trains fairly sub maximal. She doesn't yep. really even post the weights, so you can't even tell. She's I, I I'm gonna say it. Brittany's a good client. I already know it because all of her stuff is side view. She's not trying to get Instagram oh. angles. She's not caring about the the clout. She is getting angles for her coach Bryce, and that's what she's posting. You can't tell what's really going on, and all we ever see is everything moving super well. Um, the only yeah. knock on Brittany for a long time was her deadlifts, her deadlift grip strength, and but that hasn't been an issue, and since then. Every single meet has just been, like, taking off. And so it's it's kind of hard to project this. I, I got them both around, like, 705 to 710, world record totals for both of them. But I could be completely off because I think it's just really, really hard right now to be able to gauge either of their strength. But they are, they are 100% in the running in that, like, top five placing and winning. Like, they are potential winners – it's just again, there's just so many things that have to happen for for like I think Brittany or need win because they already have a pretty competitive world record total because they had to go head to head and push themselves at worlds.
1: Mm-hmm. I think one thing that fascinates me about Brittany, like I heard her on a King of the List podcast and she talked about how she does submaximal training and she hardly ever touches singles in the gym. So when she gets Does to she the notate podcast, a
2: submax though? How do we know it's submax? Does she notate it?
1: You know, I Is just it- took a wild guess. Um mm-hmm. It's, I use my brain, but it's up I'm not sure.
0: I'm assuming it's, it's not down. a max. <laughs> it's just not. It's not a one rep max. Yeah. <laughs> if I hit, but anywho, if I hit 777, that's that's maximal that's submaximal. I'm
1: very proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but anywho, yeah, she even said like she gets on the platform and like typically they load numbers she's never touched. So I don't know what she's gonna do. I don't know she knows what she's gonna do, but for Donita. I am wondering if she can pull out the world record deadlift, because it's 267.5. Let me double check. It's 268, okay. And she has missed 267 and 270 in huh? comp. I remember watching 27.5, and it was like close. Like she almost locked it out. So I'm wondering if she can pull off the world record squat and deadlift. Because if she can, then it could be hers. But I don't know what Brittany is exactly gonna do.
2: Yeah, that's just it's it, the biggest thing is I, I think my biggest question mark will be Sanita's deadlift. Uh, Brittany is just a complete guess because we, it's hard to gauge off of her training. But I think just based on her progress, meet to meet, we can expect every lift to go up two and a half to five kilos, which if she does that 705 to 710. Sanita, I, I got to think the goal is put a 300, 300 kilo squat on the platform. That would be historic. Like, that's an historic number. I figured that would be the goal. That's a world record. I mean, far a world record. And then from there, it's kind of hard to gauge uh, bench and deadlifts. Uh, deadlift has been a little bit of an issue sometimes because she gets a little bit sticky at lockout. Um, I mean, one of the things that I'm kind of seeing, if you're like, looking at and like it's gotten stickier and stickier, is she's been getting uh, like more muscular and bigger. Like, her thighs are jacked. Like, they're massive. And that's why she's squatting a ton of weight. But the bigger your thighs are the more you kind of get to that mid thigh stick and Mm -hmm. maybe it's not an issue. I, 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 this is just speculation because we just haven't seen the deadlift. Maybe it's a non-issue, but that's just speculation that we've seen this growth. These, these thighs getting bigger, the squat going way up. Is that going to cause a, a, a larger issue than she's had in the past and, and cause issues come third deadlift. So I think I've got her as hitting the world record third deadlift. I think that is, that is a doable thing for her. I just, I, I, just don't know i, I think i thought a 257 and a half deadlift i post or said uh that i noted and it moved well but a little bit sticky at lockout uh or wait that was uh euros she just competed at euros but she didn't go all out she hit 257 and a half at euros and so that's what i was kind of using the kinetic gauge on i looked at that bench moved well at euros there was a little bit more in the tank 142 and a half she had more um she sandbagged squat and then she hit a 257 deadlift i think for her second attempt and she passed on her third so for her, if she's hitting 257 on her second deadlift, that means she thinks she has probably 265 plus on deadlift. So that's what I took from that.
1: Yeah, I know she had 262.5 at solid worker, but that was also the only lift she did. She did not squat her bench. Yeah. So we'll that's okay, thanks.
0: All
1: right. Are we going to go 47 or. I said that there's only only
2: one there's only one. Well, there's another battle battle. (laughs) Noemi versus
1: Evie. And then we'll touch
2: on individual lifters. Yeah. Evie versus Noemi. I mean, maybe I'll eat my words. I don't think it's as much of a battle as it was last year. I think Evie's decently separated herself. And I think Evie has to be one of the favorites to win because in, in totality, the 52-kilo world record still is comparatively a bit less competitive than some other weight classes. I think what Evie can do, which I think she can do 485, that would finally put it as a highly competitive record. And I think she, like Evie probably is going to hit lifts. She's probably going to go 480 to 485. And she's probably going to be at minimum top three. Very, very possibly repeats. And if she repeats, that frankly to me is more impressive than last year, just because last year, like again, the world record was kind of low. Uh, if she goes 485 this year, it's no longer she gamed a system. She just legitimately was the best yeah. lifter.
0: She just said, yeah, better lifter at that weight class. She followed the, the, the best weight class for her, and she's the best lifter in that weight class. Um, World, she pulled it's away insane. with it. It's, it's, I, it's like it's, after Sheffield, like we're wondering, but World, she pulled away with it.
1: That was that's what was crazy. Like she stayed lean, went eight for nine because she didn't take a last of deadlift. and was a breeze and beat her own numbers. I was like, what? What's happened?
0: Yeah. <laughs> it it was it it's the level of surprise is high on all accounts here. The fact that she did it in the first place, I mean, we spoke it ad nauseum, uh, we, we've we we've bought it up on two white lights and one award, biggest upset of the year, or uh, whatever we have to phrase it so we don't offend people, uh, but yeah, biggest upset of the year, and even from there, it's like, oh, she's staying at this weight class, she's cutting down, and she's the best lifter in that weight class in the world. And yep. she like, and, and I didn't, just, I didn't see like Naomi was so good for a long period of time, or at least in powerlifting terms, I, I would say, a, a good for a long period of time. And someone just we didn't have on our radar is now surpassed it. It's it's crazy. Yep. And like we already she, know how
1: much she can hold on. Oh, <laughs> sorry, Steve.
0: We're gonna say the same thing.
2: One thing say it? What? Go ahead.
1: I was talking about how she totaled four eighty four. Yeah, that was the same thing. Go ahead. She said at and the same time she can already hang on to her, like hang on to her strength. We know that, so that's why I do think she can hit that same total.
2: Yeah, and she at she shepherds. had at, like she not only we know she can hold on to her strength. She just did it. She just had a recent SBE day where she squatted one sixty easy, or she did one seventy at nationals. So I think she can do one seventy still. She benched one hundred six. She only benched one hundred five. National's so bench is good, and then she didn't. uh, I think I noticed she forgot to report. Either way, I I think I very much think she can repeat that nationals, if not maybe more. So 484 plus, and that's gonna be incredibly hard to beat. Uh, I like if she goes nine for nine, and assuming everyone goes nine for nine, the only people that probably can be able to touch that, I think, I think is probably Agatha.
1: Yeah, I was gonna
2: say the sixty-nine kilo winner. Yeah, whoever that is. I, I, I don't. I'm not gonna say sixty-nine kilo worker. I'm gonna say Agatha. I'm saying everyone goes nine for nine. I think Agatha is the one that can touch that. I don't know if Corolla and Leah going nine for nine can touch Evie. They could. Might be wrong, but I am saying like, I think Evie beats Leah and Corolla if they're all going nine for nine it would be Agatha that would have to go nine for nine to beat Evie that makes
1: sense based off percentages I'm saying that's wild well she went again so
2: yep and then Noemi I don't want to discredit it I, I just haven't seen anything posted that would note that she can go significantly higher um, I think I noted a f- she's she did 450 at Worlds. I think 455 is in the cards for her, maybe even 460. But just frankly, that's just that in that's it, an amazing total, but just in the grand scheme of this meet, I mean, if you're not going to be going 475 plus in this this 52 kilo class, you're probably not in the running for that top five. Yeah, agreed. And, so, and, and, she just has, and she just hasn't been posting much, so it's kind of hard to get a kind of a gauge. She posted a ton going into Sheffield last year. This time, she really hasn't posted much.
1: And then her last three weeks, she hasn't quite surpassed her old numbers in the last three weeks she's done. So I do think she might be closer to what she did maybe last year at Sheffield. Yep.
0: Yeah, I mean, right. they made the Sheffield event, right? That's how we drew it up. Evie potentially back-to-back. Champion. It's exactly what we thought. I, I mean, we're we're gonna get to the
2: men. We, I, it, it would not shock me in the slightest if we have repeat champions on both sides. Yeah, that exactly. is a very, <laughs> that is a very plausible scenario. And what's crazy, is this meet was designed to not have back-to-back champions. It was literally designed for that not to happen.
0: Yeah, it'll be. No. I mean, even if you look on the other side, like what Sheffield was originally announced, 2020, and Jesus Oliveira is potentially back-to-back champion, too. In 2020, Jesus, he was like two meets in to his career. Mm-hmm. Honestly.
2: I know. <laughs> All right. And then we got, we got our solo artists. and kind of cover them as a group. We got Tiffany, Amanda, and
0: Carlina. Yeah. Amanda has been kind of competing has been uh, this is not an insult this is actually a big compliment towards Amanda she's been kind of competing by herself for a long time.
1: A very long time. Yeah.
0: It's like she's for training or please someone be in this weight class with her. (laughs) Give her something. We need her to we need her to have like a weight class thing.
2: Jessica went up maybe we can find her being competitive but the issue that the issue with all three of these women, Carlina, Amanda, and Tiffany, is they have very competitive totals. Yeah. Uh and it's going to be tough. Uh Amanda's training looks amazing.
1: Looks I great.
2: I she hasn't beat her total from that Minnesota meet since what, twenty twenty one when that happened? Twenty twenty, forget what it was. Yeah, rather. Uh time. I, I think she does it here her training's looking amazing. I mean, her, her squat at Worlds is 249. It was a world record, and she just hit 250 for a double. Uh, I don't think I saw her hitting anything. Oh, she, she said she benched 135, but she didn't post it, and then she hit a 260 deadlift that looked pretty clean. I mean, I, think, I mean, in a way of taking home some money, I think Amanda can get pretty handily a squat, deadlift, and total record. Just the issue is, She's going to need some people to miss to win the meet uh, because uh, she might break the world record by 10 plus kilos. But when Evie's breaking the world record by 25 kilos and she's at a lower uh, total, so the percentage is much higher for those, those kilos uh, it's going to be tough. Yeah. It's just, it's just the fact of the matter. And I think uh, that's the same for Carlina. I think Carlina can possibly break the world record total, Tiffany, I think maybe. Still on it, let me know. I couldn't tell. Deadlift looks a little off. Am I wrong in saying that?
1: You're not wrong from what I saw.
2: Well,
1: I don't define really off. know how much stronger she has gotten.
2: So she's she's deadlifted 167.5 and, and 150 Lotard. Yeah, she just didn't. She just did an SBD day where she did 160, one hundred and sixty, one hundred and one fifty, and one hundred and fifty deadlift was hard. Okay.
1: Yeah, so, so I, I don't right, know. So, what's going
0: yeah, it's, on. A, it's a difficulty. I, I don't know if there was like soft knee or something or technicality. Sort of thing. It just, it, was, no, it wasn't, it wasn't it was technicality.
2: A it was just a bit, it was a bit grindy for 150 and what I've seen in the but, past. So, I mean, her training doesn't look bad. It's just that, like, if we're talking percentage of world record total, if she chips her world record total, that's plausible, but that's not that's not winning you Sheffield. I mean, you, you, she's you, at this point, you've got to destroy the total. There's no such thing as chipping the total and winning Sheffield. You've got to destroy the total. And that's the issue with Tiffany, Carlina, and Amanda, is all three of them could break the world record total and have incredible meets. But in the sense of how this meet is scored, I don't know if they're destroying the total, which is what's going to be needed. Yeah, yeah. By so, the way, Carlina, Carlina just had a big, big squat though. Just squatted two thirty one. It was it was a grinder that looked like a third attempt. I don't. We'll see if she has more in her. if There's more training to come. Uh, but I, I mean, I think again, it looks back at like if you're looking at like, you, do you prioritize placing? If placing is not in the cards, do you prioritize the world records to take home more money? And that could be something that's more in the cards for uh, someone like Carlina and uh, uh, Amanda, where. It's. they would probably need some people in the weight classes of 69 and 52 to miss a bit to open up some doors there.
1: Yeah. Where did you see 221?
2: It just happened today.
1: Oh, dang. Literally, literally okay. just
2: today <laughs> she posted that. So.
1: Sweet. Yeah, I put down 228 that I saw in the gym. So that's, that's wild because the record, I believe, let's see. It is 225.5.
2: Yep. Yeah, I fully expect her to break that. Uh, I fully Absolutely. expect Amanda. I, I think Amanda's going to crush the squat record. I think she's got a chance at the deadlift record. I think she's going to beat the total record. Uh, uh, Tiff's a little bit harder to kind of to figure out because she has that massive weight cut. She squatted this 160 over and over and over every single time in training, and then we know when she does the massive weight cut, it pulls back. So it's kind of hard to gauge her a bit more. Um, and frankly, I'm just being honest, the 160 she's doing in the gym recently hasn't looked good as the 160s in the past. So I, just, I don't know if something's going on there. It just hasn't – training has, doesn't look like it has quite the same momentum. If she can hold on to that strength, though, I mean, I still think she could break the world record total. But Carlina and Amanda's training looks amazing. It looks absolutely amazing. Wow. And I think they're going to have amazing meets. It's just a matter of the issue being that their world record totals that they already have are really, really competitive.
1: Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see Carlina's squat, because I know she still remembers the squat that she missed at Sheffield last year, where she grinded it out, but it set up and down. I'll never forget that. Yeah. Like, she wants to come back so bad and just (laughs) destroy it there. Yeah.
0: That'd be huge. By the way, observation. I don't think anyone's going to ever train with Solana again, if this is going to, like, give inside information. It's like he just gets his scouting reports. Like oh, it's going on two white lights. Whatever. whatever you miss a lift, it's going on two white lights. Listen,
1: <laughs> I don't think it's that deep.
0: Oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone outside the U.S. listens. Does anyone else <laughs> have a white? Outside yeah, of I don't think two the two French, uh, French lifters definitely don't care.
1: That's why I'm uh, like, I just don't see it happening.
0: Like <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I heard you. If you do it if through the us the lifters they to- care. If French the
1: French lifters
2: listen to two white lights, they'd hate us. And the fact that yeah. they don't hate us means that they don't listen to two yeah. white lights. Yeah,
0: I haven't,
1: like, we haven't
0: we haven't got any anti-French things.
1: Like I hit her up to train and she responded, so I'm like, clearly you don't listen.
0: Yeah. You're good. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> well, granted, you're you're you are our unofficial co-host of the year, but a lot of times when you're not here, that's where we get our best French takes off. And when I say best, I say most offensive. That's what I mean. The 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 most problematic ones. But well, we tend to get more
2: unhinged on date nights than we do preview shows. For sure. By by unhinged is probably me more than anyone now. Yeah, I,
0: I forget yeah, people. You, I I people
2: listen to this. I just I'm just talking to my boyfriend and then I'm like, oh crap, like ten thousand people are gonna listen to this. It's like that's not good.
0: Yeah. Uh yeah, Wildcard Steve. It's He's here. And you guys better get used to him. He's not a bad boy of the podcast. But Can't I, be any worse than my business carteling allegations. I'll take it. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, you beat those All allegations. Right. And by beat, yeah. I mean... You, nothing really happened. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do we want to do... I, got,
2: I don't
1: even know top,
2: how to do it. Top five predictions? Oh, yeah. We're, we're going to be so wrong. Like... Gosh, these are going to be used as sound clips, and we're going to be so wrong about so many things. I'll go first, because... I mean, I'll I'll start it off. Natalie's winning. Uh, I'll be open that it's obviously going to take some things to happen because of how competitive their things are, but I have zero doubt Natalie is going to show up and probably put in the greatest performance in women's powerlifting history, Uh, and she's going to take it. From there... uh, I'm going to go, i get to second, Evie third, Corolla fourth, and Leah fifth.
0: Okay.
1: Okay. Alright, I'll go next. I'm going to give it to Corolla for first place. Because that's who I have winning 69 Kilo Battle. I'm going to give second place to Eevee. Third place... Okay, third place goes to Natalie. Fourth place, at this point I'm just guessing. I did not get this far. I thought we were in the top three. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, fourth place, I will give it to Agata, And then fifth, I'll give Leah. And All then right. she'll never change me again.
2: Angelo, I, I need you to pick Evie because we can't go two years without picking Evie first. At least one
0: of us. We need, we need you to I pick her. Didn't you yeah. make it? You I give her second. We need someone to pick oh, her first. Right. If I if I if I'm gonna be honest here, I was going to go uh, Carola first, and I w- I was probably going to mimic Solana. I was gonna go Carola first because I think the winner is gonna come out of 69 kilos and. You know, I, I, I do think she's been so underappreciated for such a long time. You're going to see it, and I, I think he's as good as anyone um, on this list. And some people might be surprised, and they shouldn't be. Also, um, they got the Yuzuri Singlets, and that, that that brings you a lot of power. So, yeah, and I was going to go Evie <laughs> second here, yeah um, uh, but All right, you're at, saying it. We're just gonna, yeah, we're gonna, I'm not uh, gonna go I might as well go with it, but at the same team time, team like team. Evie, Yeah, like that that is a toss up that I can totally see Evie winning it. Um and yeah, I'm it's pretty much gonna be Solana's list. I have Natalie Richards third. I have uh Leah fourth, and then uh, Agatha fifth. Alright. Heart well, we'll is with Natalie though. I we'll really take, want Natalie we'll to win this one. Yeah.
1: Just too tough with the percentage of world records. Like, at the same time, you know, though, she definitely got it. It's like fuck yeah. the
2: percentage. We're obviously—I'll throw it out there—we're obviously not doing it, but we debated fifty-two. Okay. Because if she went to fifty-two, she would have won the whole thing. I have zero doubt. I think Natalie could do five hundred to fifty-two, and it wouldn't be that hard.
0: Dang. Well, thanks. You could not even told us. Now I'm just thinking about that.
1: I mean, why not? Not doing it. So now, watching doing. And he's like, I see, I I did there. Yeah.
0: Well, I could. Well, I mean, granted, you could. I could say it too. If I went to sixty-six kilos, I could say I can't even say seventy-four. Oh, gosh. But, I went to say, I but you can't. I can't like, even like, say seventy-four Natalie kilos. Natalie legitimately
2: could make that though. Natalie only. Made I know. I, I know. I'm 8 at Worlds, and it wasn't hard to get there. Natalie legitimately could get to fifty-two I, kilos, and it wouldn't be that no, bad. And I, I would be supremely confident she could total five hundred kilos. You're totally
0: 56. right. I get it. Um. Yeah, it's funny. I have to. I have to skip a weight class. Okay, I'm like, no, I will. I will not win 74s. Uh, and, and I will so win 66. So six, though it
2: have been 75. Have been, could have been 74s. Since you barely even touched your weight class, you could have done that.
0: Yeah, and still lost well, convincingly yes. to all the to all the B 74s. But it's uh, it reminds me. Oh, you remember here, like athletes, like say quarterbacks in the NFL. was like, oh, you know what? I actually think I was a better basketball player. Like, dude. Uh, okay. Like you said that now. Like we can't you can't go and like play in the NBA now and you can't prove that. So you saying it's like like of course you can say it. But yours is more realistic than that. I always hate I always hated it when like athletes would be like you know, I was I was actually I had a better baseball player. Like you play in the NFL. Why do you why do you say that? Like you ruin you ruined me thinking about you as an NFL player now. Uh and yeah. But Gonna be a fun one for females. Very excited for this. And on to the men's. Yeah.
2: I say on men's, that there is some weight class battles, but I honestly think men's is a little less weight class battle based than the women's yeah, side.
0: For sure. I say That's we start true. with I say we start with Jesus. I, I, we got it. you saw you saw what he did today. And by the way, we're releasing this podcast really early. But yeah, really early. But you see what Jesus is doing. Jesus doesn't have barriers.
2: We said, I mean, I'm he, he does take an L on this, and they used it. They used it on the promo. We said it was well. I mean, I don't disagree with this. We said it was going to be really, really tough for him to repeat because percentage of world record total. Him adding twenty kilos yeah. doesn't even get him close. If someone else adds 20 kilos from like the 74 kilo weight class, because when you're taking 20 kilos on a thousand fifty something pound or 50 kilos versus 790 kilos, very different. I've got Jesus winning this. As I started doing everything, I was like, holy cow, this guy's gonna repeat, he's gonna have another greatest performance in powerlifting history. And frankly, I'm just gonna say it, I'm sorry to the other competitors, him winning is the best thing that can happen for powerlifting. yeah. Because for the general population, when they see the biggest meet being won by the guy just lifting the most egregiously unbelievable weights, it just makes sense, and it's just good for the sport, and it's one of the reasons why Sheffield last year was what it was, because just the strongest human being on this planet Earth won the meet. And yeah, I think he's going to do it again. I I, I the only reason... He wouldn't win isn't because of strength. It would be based on who is judging because we've seen some judges not love his squat depth, even though I think it's fine. And we've seen some judges not love his deadlift lockout, which can be somewhat iffy at times. I thought that 426 today. I was going to say, today's deadlift was solid. Yeah, that was one of the best best executed deadlifts ever. Yeah, I thought it was super clean. I'm just like, um, but we have seen that some IPF judges have not loved his deadlift, and it, it's not something I necessarily agree with based on that 426. I definitely don't think his squat has depth issues, but we've seen some judges not love it. And yeah. so that is the only thing I think holds him back from winning.
1: Yeah.
0: Otherwise, it's
2: the Jesus show.
0: Yeah. To me, his squat depth is undeniable, and I, on occasion I could understand a red light on his deadlift. Um, especially his squat last year at Sheffield. That was some of the most undeniable big-man squats I've ever seen. Like, you're always kind of on that line if you're uh, super heavy. Not him last year. And yeah, that was... Yeah, I've, I've, never, I've never
2: understood his squat depth. For a heavyweight lifter, I don't think I've ever seen someone who's more, like, undeniable than. him. But yeah. it's just, it's happened, though. He's gotten called on depth on squats before yeah. at IPF meets.
0: Didn't he have knees once? I thought it was knees. I, I This was, was a while soft, ago. Yeah, I thought... I don't recall. Uh, but, yeah,
2: he's – so the only thing that's tough, he hasn't hit I – mean, we're, we're doing this early. It's probably coming. He hasn't hit a big squat. And I actually wonder if they're doing something different. His training right now, he's de- – either, one, he's not posting singles, or, two, they're doing a descending weekly rep scheme because two weeks ago he posted his six-rep squat PR. A week ago he posted his five-rep squat PR – this week he posted his four-rep squat PR. So I I don't know if they're not doing singles in his training this time. They're trying something different. Or if he's just not posting singles. But uh he hasn't posted, he posted a thousand three squat single recently, but that I honestly that it moved easy and it's kind of hard to gauge off of it. So I don't have a great grasp on what he can squat other than the fact that he's just crushing all of his PRs by 10 kilos. So I expect him. Um, And I just made the note. uh, The squat, even though Ray squatted 1080, I forget what that is in kilos. I'm not converting that well. The world record squat that Ray actually did in the IPF was 477. Jesus might squat 478. I think that's very doable. Yep, it's
1: it's 477.5. That's the current record.
2: So that's very doable. He hasn't posted a, a heavy, heavy bench single in a while, but he hit two eighty back in October, um, and obviously he just he just deadlifted four twenty six. Um, and both me and Solana noted this a very notable thing. Dan Bell's wrapped record is eleven eighty two and a half. Uh huh. A Zeus might beat that.
1: Uh-oh. Drug tested
2: on stiff bars, going to Sheffield. IPF judging, natural, that it would defy everything that seems humanly possible.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And if he doesn't do it here, he's going to eventually do it, but I think he can do it here.
1: He can. He just has to – it might – well, I can't say what his top end is, but it might be, like, closer to top end. But if he takes Ray's record, even his – what he hits the day in the deadlift, and then hits a 277.5 bench –
0: That will do it. He might break an entire side of the sport. Might just break the system.
2: Yeah. Uh, He's going to break. He's already broken untested powerlifting. He's going to break it even further. Because untested powerlifting does not like him because of what he did last year. Dan (laughs) Bell was definitely pretty salty about it. Uh, untested powerlifting has not been happy about the the rubbing in of Jesus being stronger than all of their poster child. So, but yeah, yeah it, it's, it's just fun for guys everything. like it's
0: us been... to do that, right? Like, my dad's stronger than your dad. One of those little one of those <laughs> little arguments when you get into. It, it's like, oh yeah, well, Jesus our, wipes all of you.
2: Our Jesus is stronger than your Jesus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jesus, Steve. <laughs> We're gonna. It's like the Beatles quote. We're bigger than Jesus. (laughs) Gonna have, gonna have, you're gonna have protests outside. See, it's gonna be outside of your house, not mine. I'm clean, but yeah.
1: you wanna go
0: ninety three? Sure. Yeah, I would say that's that's the one that I'm still intrigued on, Um, and it's ninety three is always win me over as far as weight class battles go um yeah and, and 90 i if not jesus winning
2: i think the winner comes from 93 or 74 and 93 would be impressive because 93 yeah, is a competitive total very yeah 93 so is a many very competitive total um, i mean 74 uh we at least in comparison like uh, we'll talk next year. Next year is already lined up to be the Austin Perkins show because comparatively to what the world record is, Austin would absolutely obliterate it. I think Carl and Tim are both going to beat it. because it's. it's but, like, yeah, uh, I'll start with it. I have been saying the last couple times we've covered 93s that Gavin is the strongest 93, but then we've got Keiko who's consistent. This time I'm saying Keiko's the strongest, ninety-three coming in because his trainings looked insane. Yeah, and then you add the fact that he's consistent and he's going to go nine for nine. I believe he is the closest and most likely person to possibly beat Jesus if there's someone.
0: Which would yeah I mean, would, would you be say, crazy. Would you say Keiko?
2: Would you say at least in like modern day powerlifting, like in the last ten years, Keiko is the best competitor in the world yeah
0: that's for sure uh him
2: and russ yes him and who
0: russ
2: yeah russ yes russ too yeah him and russ are the two best actual competitors meaning like they hit lists they beat their competition year after year after year they hit big lists when they need to i i I mean keiko has to have some kind of record for pulls for the win yeah i i I mean keiko's training looks incredible uh especially deadlift deadlift has looked really really good
0: yeah oh yeah he's his training is looking unbelievable we know what he can do we know how consistent he is we know he's not rattled under pressure we know he performed he's got the clutch gene times 10 um he's he's that guy uh and like if jesus doesn't win for the sport of powerlifting, I think Keiko being the guy to win would be for the best. Um, I know I've shared it on the podcast I, I, several times, but with um, some of the students that I teach and coach in powerlifting, Keiko is their favorite lifter, and Keiko has kind of just branched out of being a you know a powerlifter's powerlifter, and he's not a guy who does his social media tricks, you know? And that's, that's what I love about him, and that's why I think it's so yeah, good. The, he the, doesn't do the social perfect, media. It was, that per, it was that perfect shot last year that went TikTok viral. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then people are just following him, and they just, if we could get more Keiko's into powerlifting, that's fantastic. And and really, the guy who wins Sue Jesus, like, you go, like, if I'm going to show people social media, and this is no disrespect to anyone else, um, but it's like, it's training, no nonsense, you're amazed from it. And then you see their competitions, and you're amazed from that, too. You get to see the best of the sport when you watch him. Um, I I do think that, that kind of propels. But also, Gavin, too. Ga- I mean, <laughs> Gavin's right up there. Like, he's he's got that big following, and um, people love him as well. Like, you... Well, both of
2: all three of them... I'm going to
0: use Keiko. I want to say one thing,
2: and I'll let you go again. Sorry I'm interrupting. Okay. It is good for... It was good that Keiko went TikTok viral, because kind of like Russ... He lifts normal.
0: <laughs> the normal lifts. He Everyone has a very, loves normal he lifts. Very
2: normal squat. He has a flat bench and he conventional deadlifts. It was kind of a good person to go TikTok viral, yeah. Because when people then clicked on him, they're like, "Oh, this guy lifts like you should normally do," versus like clicking on him and seeing Sean Noriegan saying, "I hate this guy. He sumo deadlifts and he or, hires benches."
0: Or it's I hate this guy. It's like, or I'm going to a- a- adopt my entire persona based on him. <laughs> that's that's Noriega. It's like I hate this guy; he's the yeah, worst. And then other ones like I want to be everything that he is. How can I do that? Should I should Should I start like only eating red meat I don't know what that. I, I don't know what Noriega does, but no yeah. seed oils. Yeah, the seed oil. I, yeah, I forgot that one. Um, but yeah, I I would. I mean, we're kind of like we're, we're talking about what's best for the sport. But um, uh, yeah, his training is looking fantastic. Um. Gavin, would you say Sheffield was his best performance of his career last yes, year? Sir. Yes. 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 I I would say that, and maybe that's just it. You know? this Like, he has Sheffield. It seems, it seems like training is going pretty well. There is one thing, because I, I think squat depth. I, I think that's the big thing that held him back last year. Um, almost held I him back at Daytona. I think you pointed this out, Steve, and I want to – he does have that forward tilt, on a squat. Yeah, he does. Does that mess depth yes. up? Because that does. To that's me, definitely. I'm always, I've always thought he was a borderline squatter, even at IPF Worlds, because I thought it was just a ref show and they were challenging everything. That's why I was, uh, but I, he was still borderline, and he is still borderline, and that shift forward, oh yeah, that's where yeah. you can get parallel squats. That's-
2: That's what gets him in trouble because it looks like he goes deep, but he gets shifted forward. So therefore, when you get shifted forward, I can't show it in the podcast or video here, but when you get shifted forward, even if you go through the same joint ranges of motion, that hip crease is going to be relatively higher. And like recently, he just squatted 716. Moved phenomenal, but that shift forward happened. I almost guarantee that was going to be called depth if he had it. Uh, I hope it doesn't. uh, Because here the fun thing here... I said Keiko's the strongest right now. That is true. Gavin's training is going amazing, and Gustav's training yes. is going better than I've ever seen it. Now, he, I, I don't know if it's because he hasn't posted, but he Gustav has never posted lifts like this leading up to an event before when I've covered him. Um, but all three of them are crazy strong. Another dirt wilt thing, like Gavin's been hitting some awesome squat PRs. I have zero doubt strength is there. Is can he maintain his center of mass on that third attempt, get that hip crease below the knee. If he does, it's game on. He also has switched to conventional, it looks like, yep. because his sumo tended to be a little finicky. It sometimes shows up really strong. It sometimes doesn't show up, and that's kind of the difference we saw at Worlds versus Sheffield. Is At, at Sheffield, he smoked that what, like 340 deadlift or something like that, and then at okay. Worlds, it, it didn't show up in the same way. Um, even worlds uh two years ago. He missed like his third or second deadlift and then came back and was able to hit it on his third. Cause I think he's just I think he's very sensitive to positioning. That happens sometimes on sumo. Like if you're if you're super sensitive, it can go from like you can't do a weight to all of a sudden you can do it. But he switched to conventional, and that's looking looking really, really good. I think he just hit uh what I have 327 for a conventional PR and it moved like a second attempt. So I very much think he can go that 340 plus on conventional. So for Gavin. It really, really, really comes down to what happens on that third attempt squat. I very much assume he's going to have the world record in his cards, albeit he, Carlos Peterson Griffith is also a 93. We're leaving him out of this discussion a little bit. He, he's probably not quite in the running in the sense of the totality, but he is in the running in regards to the squat, And that could be a little bit of a yeah. battle, especially when we come back to lot number when it comes to Gavin and maybe forcing Gavin up if Carlos has a lot number and hits it first. But yeah, Gustav and Gavin are there. i, I like I said, I, I'm sorry, I ramble. Uh, I've never seen Gustav's training this good.
1: Gavin has missed that third spot in the last three weeks. I can't imagine how the atmosphere will be if he hits
0: it. Well, we gotta wait. Like... <laughs> Cam, let's just be a lesson. Delaney, it's gotta listen to this too. If it's a white light lift, wait. Yeah, everyone yeah, in just... the audience okay, but gotta this is wait. Not Worlds. Oh, it's so worlds,
1: it's actually worse
2: if everyone goes kind of it. crazy. It, it is not the same. Let me actually I'll clarify this real quick because I don't think people know this. I think I'm allowed to say this. The world's thing happened because it is now built into good lift that it automatically notifies the jury to do that. Love Sheffield it. is using lifting casts. That will not be the case. There will have to be normal protests, from my understanding.
1: Wait, it automatically tells the jury, oh, they missed the light, like
2: Yes. That is what that is what occurred. I don't get why that was changed, but good lift automatically at Worlds notifies the jury to look at the lift if there's two whites or two reds. Lifting cast does not do that and we require a normal
0: protest.
1: Yay. Regular old power lifting. I love it.
0: Nice. But still.
1: <laughs> I love that.
0: Wait, because that happened to him last year. It was challenged. Oh, yeah. it was, oh, it it was still challenged. Yeah, I
1: forgot. I right, forgot
0: especially in Sheffield where the crowd's going to go wild. There's right. a lot we, there's a ton of people. Any? It's a massive atmosphere. Just wait. We don't we don't have uh Ben Escrow handling anyone on this side though. Good point. Only the women's side. Uh, well, I was surprised to hear it was Escrow because if I was in Flex's corner I would still probably challenge too. Just because, like...
1: Yeah.
0: He probably down. was
2: faster. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> That's Grant Iverson, like Grant Iverson right. needs to work on his sprint speed because Benesco is hey,
1: faster. Hey, he was, I'll never forget the way he sprinted after that. Yeah, it was like the, yeah he was pretty... He's yeah, he's
0: telling you. he had some outside... Based on his height, too. Edge rushing capabilities, University of Wisconsin. But, yeah, I... Uh, I... I'm that. Uh, but also, like, this... Un, I... Hesitate to call it a rivalry, um, but Daytona Nationals, very close. I, that was one of my favorite battles that I've seen um, because I was in person for it, but very close with Gavin Akeko. We didn't give Gavin much of a chance. Then this, where you got last year, shot. Hesita- very close. Why would you hesitate
2: to call it a rivalry?
0: Um, I don't want to do is the whole that, thing. Is this this is
2: Sean versus... This no. is Sean and Russ. Keiko keeps winning. Yeah. But it's a rivalry. It's close. Yeah. Always you're, right. rivalry. No, you're, right. you're always
0: debating them. Again, well, I kinda at this point Alright, so it's much better th- alright. I don't want to compare it to Russ and Sean. Because it's way closer than that. So I'm you know I'm gonna call it a rivalry. I am no longer gonna call Russ and Sean a rivalry. I'm I'm ending it there. Until Sean decides to do IPF and then I just get booted and then just talk about Sean and Russ the entire time um yeah uh okay yeah you, you turned me it's 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 a rivalry because it is a very close battle but last year too right it was really close between them and I think you can make argument for Gavin being the better lifter of the day I think that argument is fair but you yeah know, I thought Keiko found I thought that way Gavin when,
2: was stronger at Sheffield in sense. Keiko is the game day master he is. I thought Gavin going into Worlds was stronger, but then obviously it didn't show up on meet day and multiple ways and Keiko was phenomenal. This time, I just I just truly think Keiko's stronger and he's the game day competitor. I think Keiko's going to go over 900 kilos. And I, I, Gavin and Gustav, I think, can break the record. I don't know if they've got 900 kilos plus, though, to break the record, which is where... You're not beating or being around Jesus and the 74s, I think, unless you're going 900-plus. Yeah. And I'm going to repeat again. Keiko hits lifts, and I already said at the beginning, you have to hit lifts if this meets to win. You cannot miss a lift. One missed lift, especially on the men's side, if Keiko misses, if Jesus misses, you're probably out of it. You're going to have to go 9-9 nine to, nine, nine to, nine to win this. Yeah. The only person on either side, I think, that can miss a lift and plausibly win is Agata.
1: Really? Yes. I mean, I guess if she like basically goes all out on the bench for the first two, and then just sits on a third, yes. But like, I don't see her like. Well, because a I lot think well, we're
2: going backtracking. I think Agatoko matched match her best total, which is around five ninety. Well, if she misses the bench and it's only five eighty five, I think she can still win. Okay. That's where I get that. So I think she is the only person on either side that could possibly miss a lift and still win. I do not think any of the
0: men can miss a lift and still win.
1: Yeah. not am to close right here, Sure.
0: Well, I mean, you alluded to it.
1: Big jumps. Not.
0: You alluded to it, though. 74 kilos. And I haven't been... This is cited over a 74-kilo battle in a long time. And also, when you look at the landscape of how 74 kilos is turning out, uh, with the potential of Per coming in, this is... The, the revitalization of this weight class and it's minus the annoying stupid wannabe trash talk Chelsonins of the world. It's just gonna be some good lifting with some non cringy uh dialogue and backstories and all that stuff. I, I love I love what I'm seeing from Tim and uh, Kelly. They are doing great and I really re- I am super high on tim's training and i worry because the last time i was super high in his training uh worlds did not go well when he was in 83 i hope there's not a repeat but man is his training going good and he looks good too really really looking good as a 74 but now like i looking at that 762 deadlift he hit and again i really do focus on my weight class a lot i'm like well he can he can come up again and he, he can be a potential contender there in 83 as well. Um, and then Callie's deadlift strength also doesn't seem to have uh, – that top pen that he hits, I, I I think he's surpassed it. I think he, he's going to get a massive deadlift out of him, and that's what won him IPF Worlds. Um, I'm really excited for this matchup. I think it's the most underrated matchup of this entire meet is 74 kilos.
1: I th- – I think, it's it's uh, I, I think
0: Tim is so low key. Is, is I think it's
2: uh, underrated, though. I, I'm not gonna say it's underrated because one of the reasons you would say it's underrated and people aren't looking at it is because Perk total date fifty one.
0: All right. Well, you ruined it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: you ruined you no, you, you my tank. Just being blunt. <laughs> right, just being right. blunt. If a seven, if a seven. Oh no! You know what? I, tough, I I
0: still. If a, if one I think one of them could win it if they win it totaling like eight hundred to eight ten. Yeah, you're gonna get a lot of you're gonna get it, guys like it's, us talking. It's an, it's an odd look because it is. perk totals eight fifty one. You're right. I'm just, oh, I'm you just know just perk. You know perk's matter. gonna say something too. Perk's gonna say something. Comments are gonna say something. People are gonna mention perk. We're gonna we're gonna say something. Kingalos is gonna say something. They'll probably have perk on before like they would have <laughs> Tim and Kelly Cal- on if that happens which yeah. would suck not because i don't like perk because that would just be a slap in the face but yeah i yeah i can i i, I can see your argument there steve but i mean we're talking about 274s that are over 800 kilos and it's a su- it, like like other things right it's a surprise didn't expect to see kelly there didn't expect to see tim there you know, I, I was so used to Tim being at eighty-three, going to, down to seventy-four again. Just
2: the, the intrigue the is how both of them, and how they both ended up here in that battle. Yeah, because I mean, it could it could have been Taylor. I mean, it's just there's so many things that lined up for both of them to be here. It's just it's pretty pretty crazy. I I, I mean, again, I, I I'm I'm somewhat discrediting them. I don't want to say I'm not discrediting them. I discredit them a bit by talking about Perk, but I do agree this is a this is an awesome battle. If you just wipe Perk off the planet and normalize things, because he's not human, because he's also the best eighty-three kilo lifter in the world right now too. Yeah, like if Perk if Perk was at eighty-three at Sheffield right now, he'd be a favorite to win, which is crazy.
1: That's insane.
2: But take away Perk, Carl versus Tim, uh, Angela. You kind of said my my like when I have them pretty darn close. My biggest thing is I think I trust Carl more uh i i think there's le- less variability with his performances his training has looked incredible uh it's almost hard to gauge his top end like he just he deadlifted 325 for a double and it was hook so that obviously was so he can transfer and it was easy um he benched 192 and a half back in december his best bench is 182 he's he squatted uh, 280 albeit very very hard I don't we'll see if that translates to the platform I had him more like 275 to 277 I thought 280 was almost too hard to want to like maybe push that bar and he gets a really really good peak um I I have Carl going comfortably over 800 I have Tim flirting around there and I, I think I just trust that Carl has the ability to have a perfect meet a bit more and I think Carl gets the final deadlift both of them I have breaking the deadlift record, but I think Carl is going to get the final chip and he's going to get the final say. And he's probably – I think him, Keiko, and Jesus are going to all be jockeying and doing what they need to to pull for the win.
1: Yeah, I'm Which really is probably going go, to deadlift. go ahead.
2: And it's going to go in that order. It's going to go – Carl's going to have to do something to set a standard. Keiko's going to have to chip it, and then Jesus is going to have to chip it again. Obviously, there could be wild – I mean, Gavin could do it. I, but in the sense of everyone hitting lifts where I have them, we're probably going to see three to four people hitting lifts in succession trying to pull for the win.
0: Yeah. You know it sounds like, yeah. Steve? It sounds like I'm if very... you're oh, – I'm sorry, Salada. But it sounds like if you're on Team Kelly and I'm on Team Tim – is this is this our bet pick do we want, we want to revitalize a bet here i'm down want to pick what up stipulations i don't know uh, i gotta think of something uh it's february i can't think of
1: valentine's day
0: yeah how could steve turn this weird <laughs> did, what was i had a, i had a bet that we never did what was it i can't remember but I, if you forgot i forgot um, I, was saying, I have no idea. How about this? We'll keep this as a placeholder. Uh, that's the only thing I can think of. If Carl wins, I have to wear a Cardinals hat for an entire podcast and we have to record it. And if um, Tim wins, you have to wear a Cubs jersey the entire podcast.
2: Okay. I'm saying yes, but how is this fair that you would buy a hat and I have to buy a jersey? <laughs> One is like a hundred oh,
0: like so and the other. Wait, hold on. Well, you no, you don't have to buy the jersey, just like the cutout. It's for the, and the anime shirt. You bought it. Dude,
2: you're saying I had to get a jersey. Okay, let's house. go hats.
0: Okay, never mind. Let's go hats. I was just a gonna send you. Shirt. I was I'll actually call, going I'll to send you shirt. one of my jerseys.
2: I'll just, I'll buy a cup shirt. No, let's go
0: hats. Bucks. Hats hats is easy. Okay, hats hats because you only see her face. All right, so hats. Okay. We'll come up, if we could come up with something better, or fans want to submit them, that's good, even though I could totally see that getting weird. Yeah, that, also, that's another one. We'll do that as our placeholder, but if su- fans want to submit a bet that Steve and I can do for the Battle of the 74s at Sheffield, let us know. And maybe I'll do a Q&A for it, and we'll pick the best ones.
2: I had an idea, but it's not really that to me Like it would be, you probably enjoy doing. It. I was gonna say when uh, you do your hour of America meet, you've got to say
0: that your bench was fifty kilos and ten pounds. No, that's it's just that's just, and, that's just know, pointing be out bench. terrible math. Sana, <laughs> do you see that by the way? <laughs> I wanna... Yes, I did. All right, <laughs> so if you guys haven't seen it, go on Russ's YouTube and look look at the conversion of. Does he not know everything, how much the bar weighs? Every, everything. Maybe not. <laughs> he, he, if people don't
2: know, the bar was 25 kilos. It had the collars on it. And he noted on he noted that it was 50 kilos and that it was 10 pounds. <laughs> like, everything about... And then, and then for squat, he put 50 kilos and 110 pounds, which at least that conversion's right. But it wasn't 50 kilos, it was 25 kilos. And then for deadlifts, he put 100 kilos... With two hundred twenty pounds, is the right conversion, but it was seventy five kilos. It is that all
0: right? Is that why Russ is so strong? He just thinks that the like I just this is two hundred twenty five pounds, with the red on the so. board,
2: as well as the bench face backwards. That was against the rules. That was an interesting one.
0: Yeah, I don't, that that was just neglect. That was just negligence. But <laughs> I, I don't. I looked. I'm like, does does he know that? Bar's not fifty kilos? Like I maybe just really doesn't. And that's how that's that's how calm, cool, and collected he is. He just doesn't even know what what stuff weighs. Alright. Going back on to Sheffield. Um that's that's gonna be a fun one Dad, here. Hopefully I can drop this episode on Monday. Um Solana, you've been interrupted like eighty five times. What's up? <laughs> At
1: this point I'm cool with the balance sixty six. Yeah. Moving on.
0: The battle
2: of '66, the biggest wild cards of the whole meet, in my opinion. Oh
0: yeah, I have them really close.
1: I have them within two kilos of each
2: other. I have them very close, but we said this last year: Kyoto could win or he could get last place, and I don't know if either. Like both of would be equally plausible. Like if Kyoto wins, I wouldn't be shocked. If he gets twelfth place, I wouldn't be shocked. It's just been this weird thing that. His lists haven't translated to the bigger platform. What he does when he's at home, and I have no idea to expect. His training looks amazing,
1: though. Yeah, his training looks great, but just like you said, it's like, will he? It's really his deadlift. Like, if he can pull three hundred, all of a sudden he could be top three. If he's gonna miss that, he could be, you know, six ten. And I have him hitting, like, 290, which has me having him very close to Panna. But he has to, like, not perform at deadlift, but he hasn't been in competition. Panna yeah, just
2: hit a 7.3 seven total. Okay. Oh, they said Panna just hit a 7.3 total. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, but we all know he takes a big weight cut, and he said that he weighed 6 to 9.8. So I don't expect that full total to translate. So I have him totaling, like, 7.12. Which, is that better than his last total? It is, right? Yeah, it is. That, that, beats, yeah.
2: that beats the world record, but that probably isn't enough to win. I uh, I think we both have Yeah, we both have them at seven twelve. The big question mark, I think we both put it. If Kyoto can deadlift three hundred, he might win this thing. He's deadlifted two ninety for a paused PR single in the gym. Like I, I have little doubt he has the strength. It's just been odd on the world or Sheffield stage. It hasn't translated. The Sheffield made Sheffield last year made more natural. sense because he literally like competed like the week before and yeah. hit this massive total and then like showed up worlds. Was, so Kyoto could win this and be the biggest shock of the meet, And it wouldn't surprise me. So I want to make sure these soundbites are here that we are saying he could possibly win the meet, And so we I aren't like getting the same thing
0: about soundbites, Steve is they can just totally ignore all the things that you say <laughs> yes they <laughs> could <laughs>
1: but
2: yeah it, it all depends on his deadlifts if his deadlift shows up
0: he might win the whole thing yeah wild uh question for you solana how is it like watching bunny of t's train
1: i mean i got to watch like a, a solid 10 second bench press in person i was so happy like i just stared like this my mouth open I think, ten full seconds.
0: yeah, I I think it's not even the grind, I mean, it's I, obviously it's the grind part that he hits, I am just very curious on how his training is, like, he is, for me, like, one of submax. the more interesting guys. Is it all submax? Oh, <laughs> It's all sub su- a, a, a lot of submax. <laughs> so I'll be honest, I did, I got to
1: watch him basically max out on all three lifts, and what was fascinating to me, the first day I went... So, cause I got to see him train twice. All, the whole French team basically worked up to a very heavy, like RPE, you know, eight to 10 single, and then moved on to the next lift. That was mm-hmm. it. It was just like basically maxed out, go. Bench press, okay, we're done, deadlift. Like, yeah. work I, up to a top single. Move I, on.
0: I would say the French like on, team. on differing weeks or like the same week?
1: I watched Leah and Panda do it together.
0: Yeah, I, And then I, I
1: think most of the team was kind of doing it too, but like I didn't pay as much attention
0: to everybody else. Yeah, I would say the he would be the, they would be the most interesting people to train with just because, like, we, we really don't see that. I've trained with a lot of okay. people, and I was like, Pata's training. I'm like, curious how that looks, curious how to prep it, like prepping up to a, a single after the grind, like what happens with his other lifts after that, like does it have an effect, his bar path. Kinda like to seeing it in and person. Death, death is
2: always a possibility, even on accessories, since he maxes out dumbbell bench press with kilo. Didn't he get? Yeah, he almost crush his skull. Dumbbells. Yes. Yeah, that was him. Yeah, what? Like he, he had a dumbbell almost drop on his face. I think. He, yeah.
0: Yeah, he swung it, and I think the clip might have got loose or something, because it was yeah, it was a dumbbell. It was, uh, I think it was Aleiko has them. Like Aleiko has like the ones you can put kilo plates on, and then. He, cracked himself in the orbital bone <laughs> he <That's> was <laughs> he was okay he's I think indestructible at this point in his career even his even his face even his face bones and muscles like they just they,
1: they're strong
0: yeah because they because you, know, you have to maintain it yeah 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 you have to maintain it while you grind that long so they're probably just so conditioned uh yeah I, I was just wondering because you yeah you have a the the best perspective on a lot of these lifters uh, than than us two. Um I'm I'm very curious on Pontiatis. On what type of meat he's gonna have. He's always he's always a wild card, but that world performance was great. It really was. Like those like that was I think the best Pontiatis I've seen. Um and that was after such a bad meets, and he's got to a point where he, you know he missed, and he tried really hard to get to Sheffield. He had that really unfortunate bomb out. Well, what was that? Was Euros right? Yeah. Well, that was kind of the, yeah. the saving grace meet for him, and uh, it just it went about as bad as it could possibly go. And now he's here, so I'm, I'm excited for it.
1: Yep. I'm no, I mean he's
0: it's.
2: The, the biggest thing, I mean, he hits these huge lifts in training. We know it's coming down, and it's kind of – he he does tend to miss lifts. Yeah. If, if he can hit all of his lifts, which we know if he does, they're all going to be RP 11 yeah. grinders, uh, it should be an amazing day. And then, frankly, just in general, him being in this meet is big because, like, in that more European scene, he is he's the Russ of Europe, seemingly, from what I understand. Yeah, he's yeah, uh, huge. So, huge to be in that uh and so if i had to pick i would pick him beating Kyoto. but if you're telling me who has the highest top end potential i think it's kyota it's just i i don't know what shows up i just don't know so but all right we got our three lone wolves kind of cover them in unison tony cliff anatoly and then delaney and anatoly and delaney are kind of in the same boat They both are coming back from injury. Delaney's a little bit more long-term. He's been pretty much injured since going into Worlds, and I think after Worlds it got worse to where he had to really pull back. Anatoly got – I don't know the extent of this, but he got injured in the warm-up room at Euros and then couldn't squat and deadlift. He hit a massive bench at Euros. He hit a – his bench at Worlds was 225, and he benched – oh, he did – no, he he did 225 – he did 225 at Euros as well, but it was super easy. And then I think he benched in training something crazy. Um, yeah, okay, you know what? bench looked really, really good. Uh it's but he hasn't posted anything of him squatting or deadlifting anything notable. Like he posted today or recently a 250 set of two on squat. Like, and he squats 362 and a half kilos. So I I don't know if he's still significantly injured. I don't know what to expect. If he can come in full strength and do what we thought he could do at Euros, he could be in contention. Top three, even more than that, but no idea. And then Delaney, too. Um, We saw a 205-kilo bench, which is a big uptick. That's a 10-kilo jump from what he did at Worlds. But the last time I saw a squat was in a YouTube video from over a month ago where he said he he hit a post- Injury PR of 240 kilos.
0: Yeah, from conversations I've had with some other people, not him directly, apparently it's turned a corner a bit, his training. And I know, like you said, Steve Banks is going well. But apparently somewhat on the uptick. Um, But with Delaney, I mean, it's classic. Like, we don't have a ton of information on him. Solana, do you have the inside info just being in the same I wish I did.
1: Um, But I didn't get to watch him train at all, and I hit him up, and he just pretty much said, like, I know bench is going well, and then he said, I'm on the up and up, but not at 100%. But he believes he'll be there on meet day.
0: Yeah, it happens.
1: You know? But one thing I'm mostly like, I know he was super beat up going into Worlds, and looking at the numbers that he, like, quote-unquote missed, which was, like, turnovers for both squat and bench, if he can hit those again... And then if he can push the dead to, like, 335, he still could get the world record. But it's just going to take him literally being able to show up a meet day.
0: Yeah.
1: It's a big gamble. I'm not sure. Like, I can see him getting the world record just barely. Or, like, it's just not the best day. And it's rough.
0: Yeah, I would be on the same boat there. Really close last year. Um, I thought he had it. His training was looking really his training was looking really really good going into um Inter Sheffield last year and yeah we'll see obviously hoping for the best because i think still breaking russ's ipf world record would be huge um that's the fact that he still has it is pretty crazy um yeah uh this speaking from experience you can't have a rebound in this time how far are we out from Sheffield? Four weeks? Three. Three? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go to Canada. You go for a bachelor yep. party. Go to a bachelor party. Get drunk in Canada. You'll be all good. Yeah. It works. So, so. I'll, that'll be in my new ebook. So,
2: yeah, I mean, I think the thing with Delaney is, like you said, it's very plausible that he shows up and has a great meet, but to notably beat the world record total and then – from there have to be in contention with people like Keiko and all the other and Zeus and Carl, Tim, Yoda, Panda, like we talked about, I think that's going to be a bit tough. And then Anatoly, I, I, I just have no idea. I, I, I would lean towards, it seems like he's not super healthy and hasn't been able to ramp up full, but who knows? Uh, he was our comeback lifter of the year. So let's see it again. And then we got Tony cliff, Tony, uh, his training looks like it's going fantastic. His issue is he's still chasing Dennis Cornelius's record, which is twenty something kilos over his best total. Like, like I've got Tony, Tony pring his total and beating what he did at Worlds. Um, and I think he's, I, I think he's prioritizing raw a bit more because people don't know Tony kind of goes back and forth with raw and equipped. Um, I think he's prioritizing raw a bit more, which is likely helping his raw numbers to go up uh, from what I can at least see. Um, but his issue is, even if he PRs his total by a decent amount, he's still got to be chasing Dennis Cornelius' 978.5, which is from back in, I don't know, when that, 2016? That's the longest standing record along with uh, Sergey no, Fe- Fedoshenko. Yeah. 2016, that's the longest standing record other than Sergey Fedoshenko. Uh, for record total, and so I I I, I don't know if Tony's got nine seventy eight point five in the tank, and so it's just it you could have a great meet, but I think in since a percent to world record total, that's going to be a tough one to be able to, to compete against.
1: Yeah, that's exactly like what I have. Like I have him PR against total, but getting like between ten and twelve place, even on like best day, he's be just a little far from the total.
0: He's a character, though. Can talk, can we, we yeah. Talk we get the
1: Tony win. versus Bob battle
2: eventually. That's what we want. I was yeah. thinking
1: about that. Like you bring it up, but like
0: yeah, Tony versus Bob. Let's do it. I love the British lifters. I'm telling you, there's gonna be a time. There's gonna be a point where they're just really gonna piss us off. Once they get really good and start winning stuff, there's a reason why everyone in the world wanted Italy to win the Euros because they know like if England wins a thing we will not hear the end of it like just, well, just beware but if I all do. goes
2: to plan the if all goes to plan this year on the men's side the entire world should be getting a humble pie because if all goes I'm speaking to say if all goes to plan the u.s men's team is the 1992 us Olympics men's dream team
1: yeah hey
0: I'm, I'm hoping to be the Tristan Leitner of that team yeah <laughs> <laughs> I think that would make s- yeah. I think <laughs> yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, <laughs> I could have picked Larry Bird. I'll give you, I'll, I I'll give
2: you more credit than that, but that
0: comparison's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, uh, yeah, I could I could have easily picked Larry Bird, but it's funnier if you pick Tristan Leitner, and I think you guys can figure out why I picked those two players. <laughs> but yeah, all right, all right, predictions. Let's do it. All right. I have only want to have him written
2: down, so I'll go first. I got Jesus winning. I think it's his to lose. He's going to have to miss uh, otherwise. I mean, especially, I mean, he's going to know what to pull. That's another big advantage. He will undoubtedly have the last pull and have the chance to love what he needs, and seemingly I don't know what the top end potential is. I got him first. Keiko second, Carl third, Tim fourth, and then Kyoto fifth. Because I have to have him in my top five for the reason that I think he could win or he could get twelfth, and I don't know, and so I, I just got of <laughs> have him in my top yeah, five, so that he's somewhere in the vicinity uh, because I, I don't, I, I,
1: I have no idea. Okay, yeah. I'm okay. gonna go. I'm giving it to Jesus. I'm gonna give Callie second. I'm going to give Keiko third. I will give Tim fourth and Pennebitt.
0: All right. Um, I think it's a clean sweep here for Jesus. I'm going to Keiko second. Um, Tim third. Uh, Let's see. Let's go. uh, Let's take a look. Gustav. Fourth, and I'll go your teeth fifth. There you have it. That wraps it up.
2: Sheffield, twenty twenty four.
0: Yeah, be a good one. It's gonna be a good one. Um, yeah, this meet is uh gonna be much must watch TV. I and last year was too. I mean, lived up to the hype uh really fun watching it in the gym like as the competitors were going that was a ton of fun and yeah maybe it'll be great i'm gonna try to convince ironsight because they got they i don't know if you guys they got a few new members at ironsight and uh maybe we can get a tv in there and um they can show old sean noriega videos while someone's training after that I was just
2: thinking no, I was thinking you watch Sheffield while you guys practice your uh flea flickers and uh, uh run option Yeah my run my plays. run
0: my run pass options uh yeah. needs a little work I don't know RPOs. Yeah my yeah I I need to work on my uh, my play fix So <laughs> Well that will be good yeah I actually like I always like those scenes of like gyms showing the meats in there and then everyone just stopping their workout to watch something. I think all gyms need to have a TV. But it's never turned on only for meats. Anything else before we close out? Any last minute takes? Nope. Do I have if any I commercial gym stories? Park, yeah. I don't I know. I think I might have some commercial gym stories.
1: Ooh.
2: Oh, yeah, I do. I have a bunch more. Yeah, I yeah, I remember you I told me you were
0: archiving some.
2: Uh, let's see what I want. Okay, tell me which one you want. Trainer who pooped her pants.
0: I think the you just the story. The girl who
2: sprains <laughs> her wrist with BDSM. The 70-year-old lady who wanted a trainer who would sleep with her.
0: Mm.
2: Or the girl who lied about being married. 70-year-old. Okay, okay, yeah. So, I'm pretty open about this, so I need to say this, so the story's funny enough. Uh, I was a virgin until I was married by choice, and i was been very open about this my whole life. Um, and so, Steve, at the gym, everyone knew that.
0: Steve, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to interject. There's no proof that you're not a virgin. Think about that. Still? <laughs> still? There's no proof I'm still not a virgin? Yeah, there's... You have to have a baby. We're all virgins, so we have kids think about it yeah I mean, there's no proof anybody's any, ever done it
2: i have any proof i mean yeah. i only have
0: charis to be able to, yeah, exactly. to vouch we for me we uh, can't believe it we can't believe any of this there's no actual evidence i'm just saying so
2: okay. <laughs> anyway that is a that is something that has to be understood to get the full gist of this story and anyone at the gym knew this because i've always been very open about it um so this lady comes in she's like 70 something years old she's like decked out in like glitz and glam. I don't remember if it was even like legit, like glitz and glam. I think it was probably more. F- and she sits down with the sales person for like an hour or whatnot. And I- apparently during this process, when they're giving, selling her a membership and also they sold her training, they said, what type of trainer do you think you fit bets with? What are you kind of looking for? And her response was, I would like a trainer who would sleep with me. All of my friends sleep with their trainers.
0: Guess who they thought was the right trainer for her? The virgin. I was going to say, I'm like, yeah, that's that's who I would say. So they
2: put her with me. And they very distinctly made sure to tell me that she asked that. Or she said that, which I, I it, was, it was funny in the moment. But in hindsight, I don't think they should have sold her training if that was what she wanted. Um, because I can tell you it didn't go well. Um, I had an initial consult with her, and the entirety of that hour consult was her talking about Kim Kardashian and pointing out all the features she wanted like Kim Kardashian, which I couldn't be honest and let her know that that was plastic surgery. Uh, I well, mean, also, she's not 70 years stuff. old,
0: Kim Kardashian.
2: Yes. That, so we eventually, that have our, we, eventually, we eventually have our first training session, and it does not come up about the sex, but I think she probably realized pretty quickly I was not going to have sex with her, and that was the last training session I ever had with her. And she never came back.
1: Well, and that go.
2: was the extent of it. Well, of the I think she bought, like, 20-something training sessions, and she used one of them. And oh. she, she realized she was not going to get the pleasure that she was looking for from the 23-year-old virgin trainer.
0: I was going to say... It it would have been like oh you just lost yourself a client Steve, but she paid for the the twenty sessions so. But you don't yeah.
1: have the money, Steve. The gym does, right?
2: Oh, yeah, I got none of the money. I only oh, the money for mind. one all session. Right. Well, the gym then now I'm back on you. Yeah, if people don't know with personal training, like when you're working for a commercial gym, if someone buys 24 sessions, the gym gets all of the money and you yeah. only get paid as the trainer if you fulfill those sessions, which I understand to an extent is a model, a good model, because it, it tells the trainer, like, you need to actually provide a good service to continue to actually warrant this person coming back. I provided a pretty good service, just not the service she was looking for. Yeah.
1: She and frankly, he, hey, frankly, uh, we've good talked service about plenty is
0: of- good service is the service that your client wants. Just, saying.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: All right. Well, <laughs> remember, so the yeah. customer's in, always in, in right, before, Steve.
2: In in before <laughs> someone sends me an application now as a troll saying, "What do you?" And they answer the question, "What are your goals?" And it's like, to "Have sex with you." I'm probably gonna get one
0: of those. Yeah, it's gonna be Nico's next year. <laughs> 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 all right well good to have the commercial gym story revitalized for this episode by the way it's great that it's uh during the probably going to be our most listened to episode in the next two or three months depending on who we have on is good good one to edit in on is the yeah. sheffield one the one I that we're gonna get the most cheese, sound bites on steve. what if that got eat gets on cheese, virgin steve yeah what what if that gets on S. Did Sheffield post that? Yeah. <laughs> just, they, just, they ignore everything and just post that only that your only story from that. Like, okay, well I guess I guess that's what that's what we got to look to look forward to Sheffield. Alright, well, we'll see you guys soon. Peace.